kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. Yo, yo. What up? This is episode 180. Yeah, 180. 180 on them. Of the Illogical Sense Podcast. This is your boy, Busby. Give me a hell yeah. And over here is your boy, JC No Honey. And Martin. Yo, what the fuck is up, guys? Shit. As always. Exhaustion. <laughs> For real, I I pay you on that shit. I had like I had like a three hour nap today. That was the best nap in the world. Lucky you, man. I tried to, I, yeah, I tried to take a nap and I woke back up ten minutes later. I couldn't even get one. Mm, well, I, was, I was working all weekend, so this nap was warranted. It was needed. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I needed one too. Shit, fuck. I, like this all, this all I'm day. All, I, I'm uh, in that mix. All yeah. day I've, been, I've just been watching old school WWE back in 2001, and pretty much that's all I've been really watching. I kind of oh, I also watched yeah, that. Sure. I watched that show, um, Black as Fuck or Black F or however you fucking pronounce it. Black. AF? I saw the first up. Uh, yeah, Black as Fuck. I saw the first episode. What'd you it think? Was, uh, I think I watched it at the wrong time. You watched it at the wrong time? Yeah, because I started watching it right before I went to sleep. Yeah. And none of the jokes were hitting. And I was like, maybe I'm just tired. Oh, all right, I'll try again. And yeah. I just eventually didn't get to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's made by the same guy who did Blackish and shit. And it's one right, of those, okay. it's a very dry, sense of humor type of show. So it's right up my alley. And yeah, no, like again, like I think I just watched it when I was getting ready to go to sleep. Yeah, um, because the way they the way they pr- uh, promoted it, I already knew it was going to be in the style of The Office. Yeah, mm. so I, I knew it was going to be dry and all that. I just again, I'm wrong timing, but I've heard good things about it, so I'm gonna try again this week. Yeah, it's a good to me. It's a funny ass show. Like Rashida Jones yeah. did a great job at it. Oh boy, I forgot who's the main character. What's the main guy's name? Fuck, I forgot his name, but he was good in it. Like he, because he's literally the lead. He's like the producer and writer of Blackish and all the in the whole ish universe. Because it's Blackish, mm. Grownish, Mixedish. Right. <laughs> like it's like its own universe. So this is like an, I guess, a fucking TV within the TV. I guess universe within the universe. If that makes any sense. It's basically it's basically what would have happened if Real Husbands of Hollywood would have been a real life show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a great, it's a great show. Like the, the family's hella dysfunctional. The family kind of reminds me of the, in a way, they remind me of the Gallagher's and Shameless, kind of. Just just if uh-huh. they just if they had money because they're so dysfunctional and they cuss each other out, but they still love each other at the end of the day. Like, right. The best episode, in my opinion, whenever you get to it, is episode five, because the um, writer or the the main dude he sees this movie that was made by a black person. Okay, yep. You don't even got to keep going. Just episode five. I'll be on the look for it. I don't want Yeah, episode five and then the last two episodes. Those were fucking just hilarious. Me and my aunt were watching that shit, and I was laughing my ass off. 
Great, great for show. Sure. To me, to me, because on Black Twitter, they just felt the type of way because Rashida Jones was on the show. And for whatever reason, people didn't know that Rashida Jones is the daughter of fucking Quincy Jones. Yeah, that's a joke in itself. <laughs> I mean, some people just, some dude tried to get on me going like, oh, I've never watched anything Rashida Jones was ever in. I was like, you haven't seen mm, not okay. one show that Rashida Jones was in. And I posted, it's like, you never watched The Office. Then he tried to insinuate that black people don't watch The Office. And then he tried to say some shit. He tried to insinuate it. Okay, and right. then he goes and says, well, I bet you, I bet my life that you never watched the, watched the, um, watched a movie or TV show that featured these two actresses or whatever. I forgot their names, but I knew exactly who they were. And I'm going like, so you act like I never watched um, Dreamleaf or Tales, of, uh, Tales, oh, Tales from the Hood? The fuck? Shut the fuck up. And he was like, oh, okay. And, I put, and then I posted that SpongeBob response. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid. Fuck up, bro. I watched Tales from the Hood the Shit. other day, man. That's still, fu- that's still unintentional comedy. To me, it is. The first story is scary as fuck. But then the rest... Mwah, except the last story. <laughs> Larissa and I watched the rev- uh, the dude that did the Minister Society review. Yeah, I watched that shit too. I, hood, yeah, so I watched, watched that shit too and was laughing. I watched that shit too. I know. Oh, that's what, I still haven't gotten to that yet. That's what drove me to watch it again because it's like the first story, that was scary even though it was warranted. And then the last story was like, okay, that's fucked up. But the other two? Mwah. <laughs> yeah. The, we got, uh, yeah, Larissa and I got, uh, we got high last night. And um, we were like, what do we want to watch? So then we're like, let's just put those uh, that guy's reviews back on. And then we went to um, we went to the Poetic Justice. And oh, yeah, I watched the, that you one. You Got Served ones. Oh, yeah, the You Got Served, yeah. For some strange reason, they were funny when we were sober weeks ago. Like, they were, we were, like, still on the ground laughing. But they just hit different when we were high. And they were, like, the best laughs ever. It's hilarious. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> no, the Tupac one had me the all eyes on me one. That shit was funny. Did you watch that one? Yeah. No, the part where. Oh, of course. I, when, I, saw, I looked Larissa dead in her eye and I told her for a year straight I lied to myself and said this was a great movie. You sure <laughs> did. Oh, you sure did. The part where, no, in the yeah. end when, when Tupac looked at the camera and it said, You die. <laughs> yeah. I paused and started rolling <laughs> oh, they, I'm surprised he didn't add the Athene motherfuckers <laughs> yeah I think he just got caught up with all the other shit which was pretty funny yeah and also what was even funny, crazy I forgot okay, oh what's her name old girl from Black Panther played Athene mm-hmm. I, I was like oh yeah she did play Athene huh. you said old much. girl from Black Panther you talking about Angela Bassett no no that no. was notorious Oh, okay, yeah, my bad. I'm all, all the way fucked even up though, right now. My even bad. though that was badly cast, I do not know why Angela Bassett played Biggie's mom and had no Jamaican accent. That made no sense in the world to me. Made no yeah. sense. He needs to do one on Notorious, because I still can't believe they made a biopic on Biggie. His life wasn't that interesting. Yeah, he just had baby mama drama. Only the only <laughs> time his life was ever interesting was when Pac was involved, and then that was it. He just had baby, like you said, yeah. he just had baby mama drama. Yep. Yep. And just, you know, recorded music and got in an accident and then got shot. The end. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely watch the um definitely watch the Poetic Justice uh, and the uh, You Got Surf ones. Yeah. You got the You Got Surf one was actually like so much more funny. I yeah, I watched that. We, I, I watched that. that. I did. That <laughs> that was just, it was just yeah, like that one was so much more funny than Especially <laughs> when he mentioned when what's his name? When um my, my, what's his name? 
what's his name? Wade Watson showed up. He's like, yeah, that guy looks familiar. And all of a sudden, the whole Michael yeah. Jackson clip. He's like, yeah, so Michael Jackson's boyfriend. What's <laughs> oh God, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm going to laugh, but fuck you. I'm going to let that go. Yeah. I'm going to let it, it go. Be said. Yeah, fuck you. Anyway, uh, Insecure? You watch that? Um, yeah, we can, we can start there. Uh, you say you watched it or no? Yeah, no, I watched it. We can start there. Okay, yeah, start it Insecure before we get to the last dance. Um, yeah, we missed like two. We didn't talk about last week. Cause nothing, I mean, shit did happen last week, but not really. So we didn't really care. I mean, there's not really much to go into detail. It's just, it's setting up to the what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is Cupcake is exposing herself. Yeah. And it's playing out literally like I thought it was going to play yeah, out. Yeah, when she said, oh, you, I was like, oh, thanks for inviting me for over Thanksgiving. She was like, oh, you invited yourself. I was like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I said that hell aloud, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And it was like instant too. I was just laying on my couch and she said it. I was like, bitch, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then um her drunk homegirl, um, who I found out later through some people that have been watching Issa since Awkward Black uh, Black Girl. Uh-huh. I guess she had a role in that, so they gave her this cameo for this episode. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, that scene was a little triggering too, like what? <laughs> yeah. Like, she was really playing it off, like, nah, this ain't no fling, like, this is the real deal. Just, like, she gave this aura, like, again, like I said in at the first episode this season, she was claiming her territory. Yeah, you, you were spot but, on, yeah. But come to find out, her territory was just, it wasn't, like, it was, she was a homey, ter- it wasn't a home-based territory, it was just, this is my playtime territory. Pretty much, Lawrence is pretty much a rebound until further notice. That's pretty much all it came yeah. down to, and Lawrence kind of slowly started figuring it, figuring it out. And then when she started arguing with him about Issa, and she was like, "Oh, why did you leave?" Because she, oh, because she cheated. And I was like, and then I was thinking, why are you bringing this up? Is like, and then she was, I was like, well, if, you, if she didn't cheat, would you guys still be together? And I was like, duh, bitch. No. I said it hell loud, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why Lawrence fucking um, hesitated. I was like, well, yeah, it does still be together, but that's the whole point. She cheated. Duh. Yeah. And then she got yeah. all, and then Issa was all getting mad, going like, "Yeah, I feel a type of way because she's just reaping the benefits that you know that I created." And then I just said, "Well, you shouldn't have fucking cheated, then, huh? Huh?" Pretty much. <laughs> I did love the shot when he did stutter and he stumbled. Well, would you? I love the shot of uh, of him on one side and uh, and Kuji on the other side. Oh yeah. And then just the the island table in the middle. Oh yeah, that was great cinematography. Like, that, was, that was a perfect shot. Yeah. But the best part of the whole show was in the end when, you know, when Lawrence is going on Instagram, going through everyone's stories, then he sees Issa's story, and then he reacted, and they just played, and they instantly started playing Maya's Case of the X. Because I mean, yep. it, it was literally perfect timing, because as soon as he did it, I went, oh? And then he heard the opening, you know, beat for it, and I was like, oh, that's, oh, mwah. <laughs> that was just yeah. perfect. It, it was just so perfect how it just started playing. I was like, oh, that's great. Whoever whoever had that idea just to play that part right there. I was like, yeah, that was that was perfect. That was, that was a good. damn show. My my favorite part of the whole episode was when was when Molly was at home and and her older brother walked in on on uh her younger brother and looked at him and said, You just like you dress like a swap meat mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> 
before. I haven't even like, seen this shit, but that sounds fucking hilarious, bro. Like, dog, dog. I I was sitting there minding my own business, just enjoying the show, and he said that. Yeah. Not only did I ugly laugh, but I spit laugh, and nothing was in my mouth. <laughs> See, oh, tell, shit. Dude, that's what the show is so good at. You can just have it on in the background, and then you'll just hear a line, and you'll just have some type of reaction to it. You will either laugh or just be like, hold up, did she just say that? <laughs> that's, what I just, yeah. that's what I love about that show. And Molly, of yeah. course, Molly and Issa, is like the tension is rising, like they're stone cold in the rock heading to WrestleMania 17. You're just waiting to see who's going who's gonna to strike first. <laughs> That's, wow. I was gonna say I was gonna say Shaq and Kobe, but that works. No, I, I, I'm the only reason because I'm watching wrestling right now, so it's like the best way to describe it. It was like heading to WrestleMania 17 when Rock and Austin were just like praying on each other, like who's gonna strike first, who's who's gonna hit the stunner, who's gonna hit the rock bottom. That's what Issa and Molly are doing. They're just saying little slick shit to each other, and I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> you know, what it's rem- reminiscent of too. It's rem- uh, reminiscent of. Uh, Cam and Jim Jones. Uh, yeah, that's a good way. Man, I'll never, yeah, like I'll never very... forget that day when Jim Jones just popped up on Rap City with 50. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Mm. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Good times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> but yeah, Insecure, like, still great series. Still great series. And we still got eight episodes left. So, shit. No, nah, seven. Seven? Already? Oh yeah, seven. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the third episode. Yeah, that was the third episode. Yeah, yeah. So seven yeah. episodes. I, I'm just, I was, I'm just wondering how they're gonna keep milking this. That's how I'm wondering. I was like, because oh, my, because one of my homegirls predicted that Issa and fucking, um, Issa and Lawrence are gonna fuck again. And I think that's gonna happen. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. So, it's a possibility. I think at the very least there'll be a kiss involved. Of course, no, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> I mean, you say it, but it, I think that might be a little cliche. So it might be, and it could probably be in the most like innocent, awkward way. Like they both turn around and kiss, but Molly sees it, yeah. and then Molly being pissed off at Issa goes and tells. Uh, Spoiler alert! This is ring yeah. the horn. <laughs> I mean, prediction alert! Shit, no, nah, that might be a spoiler. You know how this show is. I mean, you know how I don't actually, much- but <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. But um. Yeah, that's that's insecure for the most part. Still a great show. Now, main event. Part two, night two of The Last Dance, episodes three and four. Yo, I mean, the ep- episodes one through eight leaked. So, you know, I was being a nice friend, and I sent it to Martine and JC. So I haven't, I, I'm just waiting like everyone else. But you watched all eight episodes, right, JC? Yeah, I definitely... Well, my thing was is I wanted to watch it because I also... It's hard to watch something for the first mm-hmm. time while also trying to live watch with everybody on Twitter. So, that's where I was going. That's why I watched it. Because I was like, I want to live... I still want to live tweet. Like, I don't want to watch it and then miss something. So, yeah, I binged it in two days. And it's a very, very great fucking docuseries. Like, it's really fucking good. Yeah, you hella broke up, JC. <laughs> well, it catches it on here, but basically what I was just saying was it, it's a great docuseries. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's the best way to say it. Like, any indication of how episode three and four are, I was like, yeah, this is great. This is just great. 
especially the timeline. Like episode one was focused on Jordan being, you know, in his rookie year and shit like that. Episode well, two come up pretty much, huh? It, it's it's mm-hmm. like Jordan's come up. It, it basically the way it looks is like it's, it's getting the main pieces and just giving their backstory pretty quickly, much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Episode two yeah. focused on Pippin. Episode three focused on Rodman, and it's kind of like it's almost like a what's it called Spark Notes version of Rodman's of Rodman's come up because they gave a thirty yeah. for thirty on him. So if you right. want more of his story, watch that documentary. <laughs> and then if you want to know more about what took place with the Pistons, there's a thirty for thirty on. The bad boy Pistons as well too. So and, that's yep. why I didn't get a lot of people were bitching and complaining about. Oh, they didn't show enough. I'm like, fam, there's legitimately hours of uh, <laughs> documentation that ESPN already did years ago. It's like, like if right. you know what they should do. They should like if you're watching it on ESPN Plus or whatever. They should just have highlights of watch this documentary on watch this 30 for 30 documentary if you want to know more or watch. You know what right. I mean? It just pops up like yeah, it, we expand on this more on this 30 for 30. You know. Actually, not nah, they. They did do that on TV. I don't know. If, did you see it on on uh, ESPN or did you watch through the fucking? Uh, uh, I DVR it. I DVR it. So I turned it off right when it ended. It, I just turned it off. Oh, okay. Nah, yeah, because like on on the on ESPN, like it's fucking um, it's doing that shit. It's basically letting you know that there's still like other shit to watch if you want more information. Oh, okay. Cause I know because yeah. when they talk about when Jordan left when he went to play baseball, there was literally a whole thirty for thirty when Jordan went to go oh, play yep. baseball. I remember watching mm-hmm. that, and I was still, I was depressing to watch. It's like nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> oh no, they they Stupid. they go into even though the doc was based on that, mm-hmm. you'll understand why. I mean, the obvious, it's the obvious answer, but it goes a little bit more in the detail because the Bulls franchise is involved directly. Mm. So it focuses more on everybody's mindset around his first retirement. Oh, okay. And then yeah. it just, exp- yeah, whereas the documentary just mainly was, okay, um, I'm retiring, his baseball. Yeah, decision, it, it and just I'm out. Fo- mm. It just focused on Jordan's point of view when he played baseball yeah. and shit. It didn't never focused and on the Bulls, yeah. Yeah, when he does it in this docu-series, they actually evaluate it from other people's perspectives. So it's yeah. actually, it, it's really good the way they do that. Um, I mean, there's no way for me to spoil a lot other than to go into detail, which I'm not going to do. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. if you know anything about Jordan and the Bulls, like, the, it's, the information's already out there. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I just like the breakdowns of them bouncing around different time frames. Mm. And then oh, yeah. tying everything and connecting it all together. Yeah, that's um, just tight. Yeah, like obviously three and four were last night. Um, Let's focus on those episode first. Five is episode five by far to me is it's the greatest one of this of this docu series. Yeah, but before everything be- that you need to know, yeah, go on. If everything that you need to know about MJ is in that episode. Like, yeah. if there was one, if there was just one hour slot and an alien came into our uh, atmosphere was like teach me about michael jordan that one episode alone is what i would show them <laughs> that's like that's all you need to know about mj well huh. before that let's let's focus on three and four how it focused on rodman and just how much of a wild boy he was <laughs> and it was i was just watching it and i'm going like if rodman was a, if rodman was at his peak this like at his peak and he was playing in the nba and social media was around Oh boy, he'll be a fucking he will he would be a character. He'll be the king of Instagram. Fuck. And he'd be a meme god. Huh? He'd be a meme god. Oh he'll be a meme back? <laughs> a meme, meme god. god. Oh yeah. Oh yes, he would. 
Yes, he yeah. would. For sure. Like this The crazy dude, thing is you would actually see his evolution, though, like as it's happening and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's the wild thing yeah. about it. You see him just be the... Um, just the kind of weird looking guy with the weird taper and lineup mm-hmm. just trans <laughs> yeah just quiet completely transform into like oh shit he the only reason why he didn't commit suicide in the parking lot is because he fell asleep mm. okay that's a little dark and then immediately goes into what we know what he was with the spurs and the um and the bulls that yeah. would be some shit and all of the not like, yeah. serious. And then on top of that, yeah. like if you, man, if he was around now, his, his personality now and his at, at his peak career wise, like I could see all rappers trying to be buddy buddy with him. Drake would have been buddy buddy with him. He would have been at all the parties. He would have been the king of IG live. Like, oh, for sure. This motherfucker yeah. went out. This nigga fucked Madonna. He fucked Carmen Electra. He went on a date with would prime Tony Braxton and I, I'm just, no he didn't just go out on a date he fucked Tony Braxton. oh yeah he did There's, it's, well, it's she, documented. she came out and, I mean she came out and said like no we didn't we like I didn't date him I didn't date him yeah no we know we know we know she didn't date him yeah we know yeah. we know you smashed that come on now don't lie. yeah no nah, we, we know we know they weren't dating but that that doesn't right. mean that two people can't have you know and then on top of know. and then on top of that this dude this dude wrestled during the he went he he won championships multiple championships he he went to WCW wrestled in WCW during the finals <laughs> was, oh you forgot you forgot another one what Vivica A Fox oh yeah Vivica A Fox yep he smashed oh, that too yep. prime yeah. Vivica A Fox he smashed yeah. that and wrestled in WCW won championships filmed movies. And he even filmed his own auto, his own biopic that was on like ABC. <laughs> I remember that. And wrote a, and wrote Shit. a book. And wrote a book, yeah. And showed up in a wedding dress. That dude's a legend. Did he, like marry himself too. Yeah, that dude's a legend. <laughs> yeah. He was a legend. And then like, and then I guess in this episode, he told Jordan flat. He told Jordan and Phil like, "Yo, I ain't feeling right right now. I need to go on vacation." <laughs> well, the reason for yeah, the reason for that was, so they set it all up. Of course, Pip's still out, so he has to carry. He basically has to be the second in command. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the funny part about it is, in the beginning, he fucks up. He gets ejected from a game. So his way of apologizing to MJ is going up to his hotel room and saying, "You got an extra cigar." <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then he apologized. He did apologize to him. Like, he did. And Jordan. And nah, they, he never no, apologized. He, no, no, he, he never no, apologized. He never, he never apologized. That was his apology. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the apology. Yeah, just going up there, and going then, to go talk yeah, to him. Just, and, and then at that point, yeah. he's like, and then at that point, he was focused. But it was just the fact that when he went and partied in Vegas for how many hours, and Jordan just went to Vegas to pick him up. That sounds like its own thirty for thirty. That should happen. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> that, that that night or that weekend, whatever it was, this is how Jordan just had to go on a. That sounds yeah. like a hangover. That sounds yeah. like a movie. Nah, in that, itself. that was that was the real hangover. That was the, for real. That was the source content that led to the creation of the hangover. Get right. No, no, you know that movie. Get him to the Greek. That's get him to practice. Yep. That's yeah. get him to Chicago. Get him to Chicago just for practice. And then, I mean, think about it. Think about it. Jordan had to go look for him with '90s technology. Like yeah, '90s technology. For it, was, real. it was dial up. Yeah, he, he had to just share the location and shit. Yeah, he had to. Yeah. He had to. He had to call somebody. He had to be close. And there, and those was big. Those years those big ass cell phones too. All right. So he had to literally call people, beat people. He had to really locate where this nigga was. 
And nigga, and Carmen yeah. Electra even said, like, yeah, he just popped up. I, I heard a knock on the door, and I'm just butt ass naked, and it's Michael Jordan, and he's waking him up, saying, "Get your ass up, gotta get to practice." <laughs> yep. And see, that's the thing, man. Like, I believe that one thousand percent. Like he literally just went there <laughs> to get Rodman, easy. and that was it. You know, but then Twitter had to easy. make jokes and say, "Nah, he was he went there to gamble." Dude, come on now. <laughs> I mean, you can make those jokes, man. Get him off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And my mind, was even, and was, I know he went there just to get Rodman. <laughs> and no, because I think Cats posted like a gif of them in the fucking like they're about to leave, and then Jordan's at the gambling table, and Rodman's like, "Yo, Jordan, we gotta go," and then Jordan's in a damn trance at the gambling table <laughs> like from, you know, I mean that's like a whole movie in itself seriously yeah, no, I, would, I would definitely I would pay for footage of that but at the heart of episode 3 it was the Jordan rules that the bad boys Pistons implemented niggas clotheslining that nigga every time he gets to the paint just get to the paint just clothesline them <laughs> yeah I think people I think people who bitch and complain about how soft the NBA is today. Oh my God! Can you imagine? I think they got a little reality check of what actually was going on because I don't. I didn't see a lot of people like actually celebrating what they saw. Dude, I was. was I was shocked from certain people. (laughs) Like if if that would happen now to LeBron, he would be crying. (laughs) Oh, not even that, dude. People, the fans would lose their minds, bro. Because I was literally the. I was like, Like, Oh my God! Can you believe they just knocked him on his like, bro? Like, nah. I that shit like, was normal. Just watching it, I was like, well, that's yeah. a foul. I keep saying, that's a hard foul. That's a foul. Wow. Nope. I, I was kind of like, okay, 90s are different. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, too, you got to remember, they were allowed to fight. Like, they were allowed to fight each other, and then at the end of it, the refs would just call it a personal foul. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like hockey. Yeah. It's like hockey. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if, if, I mean, if you want to pinpoint it, Michael Jordan is the reason why they started cleaning it up because now they had a they had to protect their they had a, their a investment for the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had to protect their investment. Yeah. So, yep. Man. Um, yeah. But no, I've, I've, I mean, no one, no one, what I know about the Pistons, um, and uh, you know, watching that the Jordan rules and their their uh, their bad boys thirty for thirty. Yeah, it was it was funny to see it from this angle because in their thirty for thirty. Jordan's the antagonist and he's the asshole. Yeah. And it's like they they have to stop him. It's funny now to see it from this angle, which is basically how the entire world saw it was from this this lens. Yeah. Which was these some bad motherfuckers. They were. Yes, for real. <laughs> and then for real, and the funniest part when that they, shit was eye opening. And, and I still felt it's fucked up, but it was funny to me. And the memes were funny when Pippin had a head had a had a what's it called migraine, and he had the migraine. <laughs> yeah. And I saw a gift that said. Yo, I got a migraine, and then Jordan, and then showed the from Juice Tupac going, "I don't give a fuck." Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I forgot who, wild, I bro. forgot who said it, but they said it perfectly. Uh, they said, "I don't doubt that Jordan believed that Pip had a migraine." Uh huh. I just think that MJ was probably wondering why he couldn't fight through it like he could. Yeah. <laughs> Like seriously, I bet Kobe would feel the same way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, nigga, fight through that, walk it off. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you got the COVID, nigga, fuck that, <laughs> play. Yeah, it fucking infect me. We gotta win, bro. Jeez, <laughs> legit. Yeah, yeah. Jordan had that will to win. Like he didn't. Nothing was going to stop him. It was just, like the only thing well, I mean, that mattered was winning. Yeah, yeah. Because you got. Well, I mean, the yeah. thing of it is, you got to remember too. This was at a time where he was winning every accolade 
possible except for the, the championship. Main, like, and that sounds so familiar. Was, yep. The I MVP. Think he was 87 he won, 88. 87 88, he won damn near everything. He got like, his list win, them. He won. He, and, and that. MVP, he was Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, um, All-Star MVP. He won the slam dunk competition, and he got pretty much everything except when he got to the to the Eastern Conference Championship, he blew it. Sounds like he was he became James Harden. He was James but he Harden was back then. he was also the Defensive Player of the Year that year also, right? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, Russell Westbrook, yes. <laughs> and Russell no, Westbrook. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying either of those guys could play defense. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? Know, but, but I just wanted, just, was, I wanted to just... make sure we got Jordan stats right. That's all yeah, I'm saying. No. Uh, yeah, I said offensive and defensive player of the year. That, that was oh, wild. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and I was like, shit, he would have been literally James Harden. And I can just imagine social media around that when the James Pistons would... don't play defense? I know, I know, but that's the only equivalent. <laughs> it's the only equivalent because everyone's all, you know... Nah, I feel you. No, but it was just crazy to see how the Pistons were literally his kryptonite. And I can just imagine the social media was around going like, up, oh, Jordan don't got it. Jordan don't got it. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, they got Phil Jackson... And, you know, they're doing all the Native American fucking practicing and triangle <laughs> offense and all that other shit, right? And then they got kicked in the nuts and they lost again. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, damn, they lost again. <laughs> well, before they even got to Phil, I thought it was funny. Uh, well, number one, I it thought it was shocking that Jordan's, because I, I didn't know this, mm. Jordan's first three years, he played for three different head coaches. So I'm like, okay, mm. well, there's the problem. <laughs> yeah. No stability at the top. Yeah, he seriously. Was, yeah, that makes sense. And then it was funny to me when Doug Collins came because it was also funny knowing that that was the first time people had seen Doug Collins as anything but the analyst from NBC. Yeah. Like, there was a bunch Shit. of people that were like, wait, he coached? And I was like, oh, you don't know. Like, <laughs> Collins is the one that gave Jordan that you know, that push to be like, nah, you're the dog here. You can do, just go do it. I, I We're going to run every play for you. Yeah. And, and, that, and, that, and that one in the end when he made that shot, you know, when, uh, when he took out, the, was it the Celtics? The no, he, so nah, the Cavs. I wanted to get on Cavs. that. He shot over the, uh, Elo. The thing yeah. with the Cavs, too, is we all know the shot up that he hit over Craig Elo. Uh-huh. I didn't know that Craig Elo hit a game-winning shot before that. Oh, Literally yeah. seconds Seriously, before that. Yeah. I, I had no idea, honestly. Yeah, that me was nuts. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then then sh- to, and then for the, the Cavs coach to then look Ron Harper off. And be like, no, you're not going to guard. And then Ron Hopper's Hopper response. And then Ron Hopper's just like, yeah, all right, uh, fuck this bullshit. He's like, yeah, okay, he's whatever. Fuck it, I'm out. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the, his response was just the funniest part. Where he, you know, how he slowly just turned and said, all right, whatever, fuck this shit. And then it cuts to Jordan yeah. making the shot. And then what he I was always wondering what he said when he was like, you know, throwing his fist in the air and shit. And he was like, fuck you, fuck you motherfuckers. Get the fuck out of here. I was like... Yeah, yep. <laughs> I would say the same shit. <laughs> Get these it makes out sense, though. I mean, I would be saying yeah. the same I mean, thing the too. Of, you know what uh, I mean? Media coverage that was just saying, "Up, oh, not he, he's not going to do it. They're going to they're going to fail. It's not going to happen." Yeah, no, nah, I would feel some type of way too. Yeah, yeah. fuck everybody. Yeah, shit. But then much. it's also important. It's also important to note too that the reason why they ended up in Game Five was because he missed the the game free throw ceiling free throw in oh, Game yep. Four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah, and. Yeah, no, it's a lot of people be like, oh, well, there's rumblings. And on one hand, yeah, it does kill those narratives. People are like, Jordan wouldn't miss that. Well, yeah, there's footage that shows he would have. It's okay. But it's just, it's not necessarily that the failure, again, I'm always a person that believes it's not what your failure is. It's how you bounce back from it. 
And so to do that and then just go hit the game clinching shot the next game, like, okay, that's why he is where he is. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, and it was just crazy. He was literally inhuman back then. And then it was yeah. just and then he had to go through the pistons and then when he and then after the pistons kicked him in the nuts when they got when they got Phil Jackson, they're like, Okay, let's get to the fucking weight room. I, I need some I need to gain some weight, you know, I need to be strong, everyone needs to be on their shit. And then they got in their shit and then they did they swept them, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, so uh the the three six mafia felt a type of way about that. Why? They were when they were laughing that they couldn't get the job done the second time. Uh-huh. That's when everybody had to remind them, yeah, but he they went and worked out. <laughs> he didn't ask to go trade the entire team for Patrick Ewing with yeah. seventeen draft picks. Either. He didn't want to go he didn't yeah. He didn't want to go to another team. He didn't quit and go to another team and get a cheat code and play with fucking Phil. <laughs> they went to the gym. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to work out. And they got triggered. I was seeing a lot of tweets from the from the bronze sexuals. They got triggered. Like, I was like, wow, this is hitting home for y'all, huh? <laughs> and the funny thing to me is that they're getting triggered at the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. Like, they had, they had ample opportunity to bash MJ just for the simple fact of yeah you won all those accolades but you didn't win anything that year like they could have solely focused on that but it was they just chose to focus on other things and it was like yeah he missed the free throw okay but we clearly know what happened in game five so yeah yeah it remind me of Drake fans when they bring up the doppy freestyle like yeah you know what happened after that right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it's, very it's similar, actually. Bro. It's just <laughs> shit. weird. They all I have, um, yeah, I have. I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson to me is the greatest NBA coach, probably the oh, greatest. Oh, he coach is the greatest of all. He, period. Period. Um, yeah, that, I, I mean that, that that's pretty much hands down. Funny to see his his upbringing. Yeah, like his beginnings. Oh, yeah. Like that, that was that nigga yeah. spread when this man was winning championships and then just going. <laughs> And then so okay, I'm gonna go have an acid trip, and then just started growling like a that like, fucking picture, lion. That picture in the in the taxi when he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Get him, loser. We're gonna drop some acid. And I always thought he yeah. was a hippie too, though. Like and you know what I mean? He looks he like, looks like that that yeah. type of guy and shit. Nothing about that sounds out of the ordinary. That definitely sounds on par for Phil's personality. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I'm just upset that nobody had any footage of that. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's my main thing is I would I would pay top dollar to see footage of Phil growling like a fucking lion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, they, they already gave him they the already, beach in LA and shit. Dude, Disney's already giving us cuss words. They ain't they ain't gonna show that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, a, a round of applause to to Disney and ESPN because who would have thought that COVID nineteen would have gotten us just that much closer to ESPN giving us TV 14, TV MA content. Well, they, oh my what, God, what they're saying, they're showing the uncensored on ESPN and the edited, not the edited, but, you know, no cuss words. A clean version is on ESPN, too. The clean version. Yeah. 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 No, I ain't yeah, watching but, that. I mean, but even then, but even just that, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. we're that much closer. Because it's it wasn't just the documentary. Scott Van Pelt was cursing on the sports center yeah, right he after. Was. Oh, he was? And that that was wait, the shocking what? thing to me. Well, was, I was like, wait, what? What was he saying? I didn't watch the shit. So Scott Van Pelt repeated, um, he repeated Ron Harper's "fuck this bullshit," but they just bleeped it. But they didn't cover his mouth. Oh so wow! So you could read what he was saying. Oh wow! So they and had then the delay. when um, 
and then who no no because you got to understand with tv they get 30 seconds to bleep it so oh, they have wow. nothing to do with the delay like they th- tv you what you see on tv is 15 to 30 seconds after the fact mm. so they have time to go chop that up and delay it and block his mouth no they didn't do that <laughs> and then i forgot who he was um who he was speaking to when it came to horace grant uh-huh. when horace called him little bitches oh yeah he that was funny he goes yeah horace said called him little bitches oh and yeah i was like okay yeah espn's <laughs> just letting it fly thank you very much i appreciate this oh we forgot one other part we, we forgot about the beef the everlasting beef between isaiah thomas and jordan <laughs> oh no, we didn't forget. It's right on time. Yeah, right seriously, on time. we're right there. Who, who, who is he going to squash their beef first? Isaiah Thomas and Jordan or 50 Cent and Ja Rule? Damn. Um, <laughs> yes. God versus Satan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they'll be, I forgot they have beef. And that beef is everlasting. Like then, yeah. <laughs> even when they're both retired, like because because y'all don't know at the end when they swept the fucking Pistons, the Pistons didn't shake Jordan's hand. They didn't shake the team's hand. They just left. Even I was like, y'all awesome bitches. The fuck, you know? Damn, they left and there were still seven <laughs> seconds on the clock. Yeah, it wasn't dude, even there was like seven like, seconds yeah. left on the clock. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Seven, seven, point nine. seven seconds left on the clock. That's yeah, fu- and then and then Isaiah Thomas's excuse going like, "Well, when I play, well, he has a soft ass voice. I forgot how soft his voice was, almost like Michael. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah, well, when I played, that was just how it was back then. Like, I went up to shake so and so's hand on the Celtics because we took forever to beat them, and they didn't shake our hands. They just walked off the court. So that's just how it was. Jordan said, "Man, fuck him." That's pretty much what he said. He was like, after every time they beat us, we shook their hands. Every time. Out of sportsmanship, we shook their hands. And then after we beat their ass, they just leave the court. Fuck him. And I was like, yeah. And I can, I can, I can. And he still, Hmm? yeah, he still feels some type of way about that because not only did they shake their hands, but. The media was shoving microphones into Jordan's face right after he was shaking their hands. So yeah. he, not only did he have to shake their hands, he had to answer for why he, they couldn't beat them. He had to keep so that his thought process. No, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. Y'all got two titles off of us by beating us. Like, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Like, just shake our hands. It ain't a big deal. Yeah, it's sportsmanship. That's Period. all he was trying I to put forth. I love this response I mean? though when they were like, "Yeah." Uh, Isaiah said this, and he goes, hey, he's full of shit. Like, he's had time. To- <laughs> no, the funniest part was Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> no, he called the shit, though. No, yeah, the funniest shit was he when Isaiah it, Thomas like, he, when basically he said he knew no, what he just, Isaiah he was going to say. His- oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about Isaiah Thomas when they when they were explaining shit, and Isaiah just, Isaiah just closed his eyes and went, no. <laughs> it was like, it was the yeah. most bitch way. He just closed his eyes and went, no, I wish y'all could see the look on my face, but that's all. I rewinded that part because it was so sassy. <laughs> Just like, no, that didn't happen that way. And then Jordan literally called it like exactly what he was gonna yeah. say. He was like, no, fuck that. He knew that. exactly. And then what as, he was soon about as, to say. as soon as they showed the clip, like, you can show it to me. I don't give a fuck. And as soon as you said it, he was just that. Uh, he just went like, he's like, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was just like, yep. There it is. There it is. Uh huh. All right. right. It was just like, all right, whatever, bro. Like, that's pretty much how it is. And I'm like, damn, they they really do have beef. And, he, and he's the reason why Isaiah didn't join the Dream Team, huh? Jordan. Well, I don't want to get into it because that's episode five. But I know, it just, it just popped uh, in my head right now. Yeah, nah, it, there's, it's, uh, I'll, we, we can talk about it next week. It's, um, you would think that it's that reason, but. As it goes, it's, just, it, yeah, it's deeper. It, it's more complex than it, that. It's all damn. So their beef is really like Fifty and Ja. Hmm. Shit. <laughs> oh damn. 
They ain't never gonna squash your beef. <laughs> this documentary is like clear cut. It's like <laughs> proof of that. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else. There was some other key point. Oh, uh, Doug Collins when Jordan him like had some back and forth, and then they kissed and made up right on TV, and then in the playoffs um, when. When they asked Doug Collins what the play was, and he goes, uh, "Get the ball, get Jordan, the ball, get the fuck fucking away. Jordan." Yep. Oh, yep, that was real. I remember when he said, "So what was the play?" I even said it. We both said it at the same time, "Give the ball to fucking Jordan and get the fuck out the way." <laughs> but yeah, episode five, y'all should. Episode five, y'all should just prepare yourselves because you know, Kobe. He don't like. Yeah, see, see, I knew. I figured. Um, I figured he was going to be in that episode because when they leave off on four, obviously it's one of the games right before the All-Star break, which is the Utah Jazz. Mm. And that's when we yeah, even touched that on was... that. When, Jerry, when, when yeah. Jerry Krause had the audacity to come back out and be like, yeah, just a reminder, this shit's over at the end of the year. Just want to yeah. let you guys know. And it's like, fam, like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, it was seriously. almost just like, what? Hands and feet. Oh, that's if I was a Chicago Chicago Bulls fan and I lived in Chicago and I had to keep hearing that. Hands and feet. I would have whooped his ass. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Just keep reminding like, your ego was that big that you. It's still mind blowing that your ego. You were going to destroy your own dynasty just because out of ego. Yeah. Whatever. I, I don't. I. I. I just. That's mind blowing. I, mean, I, I get people. I, I get certain people have little man syndrome, but I mean that is a whole <laughs> that's different. A, that's a whole different. That's a whole different shit. Like I'm gonna destroy it just to prove a point. And I, he's pretty much I saying mean, he's pretty much saying I can get another. I can make another hove. That's pretty much like it's like yeah. that, I can make another hove. I can make another Chicago Bulls, and I'll get more reads yeah. in spite of you, Draymond Green. I mean, you call it little man syndrome, nope. man. That's Napoleon complex. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that, what that's it is. No, yeah, Napoleon exactly. Nope. It's Napoleon yeah. complex. That's what yep. it is, but it was crazy again, especially how episode four ended. It just showed when the jazz, when they were about to go see the jazz, and the jazz beat them badly. Not bad, yeah, it was bad. And then it goes like, oh, "Is this the is this the end?" And it goes black. And I was like, "Wow, that's a that was a great ending." I can wait till next week. <laughs> Y'all, I'm satisfied. Yeah, you I'm satisfied because we know what's gonna happen. So it's like, right? And it's, it is ironic because you said it before we recorded. It's ironic that the Jazz beat them because after yeah. that, <laughs> because yeah, it was after the irony of irony of that, like I guess the height of that all that bullshit takes place in Utah. Yeah, mm, that was that's something Hollywood couldn't even write. Uh, yeah, no, seriously. Oh, oh, how did you feel? How how'd both y'all feel when they sh- when they showed Jordan winning his first ring against the Lakers? I wanted that shit to end ASAP. <laughs> did you when you watched it? Did you fast forward it? Did you fast? No, I watched it, but I watched it, but I sat there with an attitude, even though I wasn't, yeah. you know, even though I wasn't watching hoops at that time, so I didn't have to live it in real time. Yeah, it's just a simple fact, you know. It's like you know, it's gang gang. You know, anytime I see gang gang get get fucked with, and you know, it, it's. They the the jokes on them. I just I don't like I don't like that. I don't rock with that. It was a, you just had that look on your face, Jack Nicholson had in him, The Shining when he was just had that stare. You were just staring at the screen like this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, no, nah, because I I, t- I told Larissa I was like, yo, why don't they just fast forward this shit? And she's like, she's like, 
<laughs> nigga, you weren't even watching basketball at the time, and I was like, it's the fucking principal. <laughs> 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 hey man, I'm not gonna lie. That's how I feel when they show like old Niner clips from like back in the 80s or 90s or 70s when we get when we get beat. I feel a type of way. I'm like, mm, y'all gotta show that shit. The fuck, you don't have to show that. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, nah, I'll be it's watching them, and then when it when it goes bad, I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's all in it's all in good fun. Like I just do it just for the fun of it. Like to to really watch that breakdown and the highlights of that series though. Fucking Scottie Pippen. Pulling up on Magic full court. Oh my the god! Of the series like got right this in his nigga's face. A monster got right yeah. in his face. Like niggas walked into Shoe Palace, just like yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Let me show you what we got on this sideline. Oh, you want to go over this sideline? All right, let me just shake you over to Jordan real quick. We'll show you how it's done. Like goddamn, fuck. nigga, fuck out my face. That's exactly what it was. Like, yeah, that, Scotty that was, was Pip. Scotty was right in Jordan, and I, I'm starting to laugh at Scotty Pippen when he's talking. Just like, yeah. So, it was just like, it was just vicious basketball. And, no, it was, and it's more deeper than that. It's like, yeah. So Jordan yeah. just told me I should just play some basketball. So he told me to just go up to Magic Johnson, and you know, so that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Sound like Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. So I like the <laughs> I like when the reporter or the interviewer asked him, so how did Rodman fit? And he's just doing he goes, like a hand in the glove. Like a hand in the glove. <laughs> all slow and southern. Like a hand in the glove. And then it was funny, too. And shout out to my baby, Larissa. Because everybody knows she's not the biggest. She's not big on sports as a whole. But mm. she's been great in watching this with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because episode two, with that being Scotty's episode, mm. I was like, I just told her, I go, Everybody with the last name Pippin sounds the same, and she's and I didn't tell her anything after that. She just goes, "What?" And I go, "Hmm." And then it got to, and then it got to Pip's family, and she's like, "Wait, didn't he just?" Oh, that's a new person. And she's like, "I know his mother." Does. She's like, "I know his mother does not sound like that." Yeah, so my baby just. <laughs> Like, I'm starting to laugh, but every time he talks, it's just like, yeah, so I went out to go get some cheese. Sounds like Martin Luther King on Boondocks, man. Just, I should oh, get wow. paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> you're ridiculous. That's dude. what he sounds like. like no, I know. I know. But still, you're ridiculous. I'm just saying, man. So, you, so JC, you say episode, you told me that episode five is going to trigger the bronze sexuals. So, explain without spoiling, how is it going to trigger them? How the uh, fuck? I mean, like I said earlier, it's just uh, you just reach. I guess you could say you reach the height of what it was like to live in a world where MJ was officially the best basketball player in, in the, the world. world. And when Michael Jordan was the best basketball player in the world, mm-hmm. he arguably was the most famous human being on the planet at that time. He really was. So, uh, so that. I get it. That's the best way I could put it without spoiling everything. And I mean, again, it's hard to spoil. Mm-hmm. It's just how they tie everything together is just fucking beautiful. Like, as somebody that has been around video for the past few years now and just the art of storytelling, mm-hmm. they, it's just like as soon as it goes from one angle of Jordan, like it flies to this angle of the Bulls, and it's like, oh shit. <laughs> then it goes to this angle of what happens, and it's like, damn. And then it gets even further, like, it. it the, this is going to include the Dream Team. So then it includes that angle with... with Which Isaiah is a documentary. There's a documentary on that, too. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, so then it includes that. Then it includes, you know, what happens when they go overseas and that end. And then, of course, in that, um, because the Dream Team documentary does exist, everybody knows on the surface of how Mike and Pip made it their mission to abuse Tony Kukoc. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that was just, okay, that's a glimpse. This is what they did to him. No, no, no. In episode five, there is great detail on what the hell went down there. Like, that is, um, they get that, I guess you could call that Tony Kukoc's episode. Wow. Because even though they don't spend, even though they don't spend a lot on him, that's basically the introduction of Tony into this equation. And yeah, it's, if you thought MJ was an asshole, you're going to think Scotty's an asshole junior. Like, Man, I can just imagine. <laughs> Straight yeah, you are trash. Asshole junior. <laughs> yeah, uh, shit. I can just imagine hearing his voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I was saying earlier, it was I knew Kobe was going to be in this episode because when they ended, it was right before All Star break. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it ties into Kobe's first All Star. Mm. Um, ah. That's I got to warn you, and uh, you could call it a spoiler, but I have to warn everybody. Kobe opens this episode up. So Shit. that threw me the it threw me the fuck off. Because like, hi there. It was like, <laughs> it was like, hi there. <laughs> yeah, and, and not only does he open it up, this is the footage from the week before the crash. Yeah, that's what it, I read. Oh, it, it, it's literally the week before he died. Yeah, so it's it's hard because he's so full of life while he's talking about what he talks about that's why i'm yeah. that's why i'm like on and like no bullshit like I, I was telling um like i told rossi um a few others who i gave the leaks to mm-hmm. like i let it be known like yo this is what's take, gonna take place i just need to warn you because i know you guys love kobe as much as i do like this, i just gotta warn you i'm not trying to spoil it um I had to take a 10 minute break after that and the segment's like five minutes i had to take a 10 minute break i couldn't I had to get myself back composed to finish out that episode because mm. I just I wasn't Damn. ready for that. He wasn't ready. No, like, I just I, I wasn't. Stupid. I, I get you. If if he had if he had been in the middle, you would have been maybe, cool. Maybe because it'd have been like okay, like they've at least got no. It's it's literally it starts off in loving memory of Kobe Bryant and then he starts talking. Damn! Right to it. Wow. That's yeah. a spo- spoiler. Yeah. Hey. But you know that that was we needed that. Yeah. We needed that spoiler. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you. I feel you. Yeah. That's why because I was watching it, I'm going like, damn, it sucks. Kobe's not here to watch this shit. But, you know, because I because I really wanted Kobe to like if Kobe was here, he needed to watch this shit because the way Jordan is acting is literally how Kobe was acting. He acted like Jordan, no, and that's and and that's where I'm gonna stop the spoiler because that's what makes it so heartbreaking. It's mm. Kobe doesn't need to watch it. It's, yeah. Just listen. Just listen to him talk. Yeah, I feel it. But it, there's yeah. It's no, I it's, believe yeah, it. It's, I believe it's very it. rough. I believe but it. once I was able to once I was able to compose myself, and I'll like, I mean, from the sounds of it, people would be like, oh, episode five. That's his favorite because Kobe's involved. Like honestly, that was probably the worst thing for me about episode five was just having to relive that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was beautifully shot. It was well done. It was nice to see. It affirmed everything. And that's what the fucked up part about it. Kobe speaking affirms everything MJ said at his memorial. Damn. So that's what's hard about it. Uh, Damn. Shit. Yeah. Um, shit, shit, shit. But once I was able to compose myself and then get to it, 
that's when it's just it's it's just it's nonstop hit after hit after hit for the next what 45 46 minutes shit and, and so you say yeah. pretty much episode 5 just pretty much personifies who Michael Jordan was at his peak yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's not just MJ the basketball player it's um they get into his political views no, 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 okay, that's spoiler. You can chill there. Just chill, just chill, just chill. I mean, you, it's, it's, not, it's not a spoiler. That's it. It's not a spoiler. Don't go like, no further. Don't go no everybody, further. Don't go no everybody further. Everybody knows the. Everybody knows the. Um, the quote: "Republicans buy shoes too." It just goes into detail of you know how it got there. Yeah, mm. that's the way. That's where it stops. Yeah, I was kind of mad when you do. I asked if they mentioned if they showed anything from Michael Jackson because he was in the jam video at his peak, and you said they didn't do it, and I was like, "Fucker, nope, cool. no." But Prince has uh, two uh, two audio placements, and yeah, the music it, in this documentary series is dude, fucking when they great. Play, fuck you. It, when they played that scene, <laughs> and they played the scene in episode was it three or four? When they played the shit three from Batman with, uh, with Prince's Party Man. Yeah, from Batman, I was like, "Oh, yeah, Party Man, that was genius. That was genius." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. But it was. It and also, then, um, no, what was it? Uh, when they put, um, I forgot the song, um, the "How You Like Me Now." I forgot who did it. How you like me now? Uh, cool Modi. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Oh, so when yeah. they did Cool Modi, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw on uh, on Twitter, there was a rhyme and reason for that. Huh. Um, the Bulls nah. that's the Bulls that summer. I think um, you know how the Bears did their rapping video. Um, yeah. They won the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the Bulls Chicago did theirs or and it was, or whatever. Yeah, the Bulls did theirs, and it was to that song. Ha! That's funny. Wait, yeah. so there, there's Jordan rapped? No, no, no. It's um, it's them like <laughs> recreating that, recreating that song. Not recreating it. It's just they're lip syncing the song. Yeah, that's they're oh, dancing in front of the lights. Okay, screen. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought you meant like they did their own rendition reason. or something. Right. No, yeah. no, no. They just they're lip syncing it. But it's yeah. the fact that that was the song. So then that's why they put that placement. And then mm. I don't know if you guys noticed how much of an asshole MJ was was after they beat the Pistons. You see, he wore the three peat shirt. Yeah, with yeah. a question mark. Three peat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was some asshole shit. Yeah, even I saw before it. he became the three peat, he it was like a double entendre. I'm like, that's some old asshole shit. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's some asshole shit, but I love it. I, I we were talking about this last week that they should there should be I don't know if it should be a thirty for thirty or something on HBO or something. There should be a thirty for thirty on all three mics around that time period. Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, and Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. Because it was on that time period when Michael Jordan was running basketball, Mike Tyson was running boxing, and Michael Jackson was running music simultaneously all the way up to ninety eight. That's when everything kind of went to shit for all three of them, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like around that, that yeah, would, that their, would their entire their reigns were their reigns were all congruent and going on at the same time. That's what's wild. That is, yeah. Dangerous came out in '92, and that's when Jordan's <laughs> when did Jordan win his first ring? '91. Um, '91. So, wow. Well, no, I would even go back, but I would even go back further than that. I mean, Thriller comes out in '84, and that's when Jordan gets drafted. Shit. Yeah, well, 85, yeah. And when did Tyson? Right, 85 was the first season, so yeah. yeah. I think Tyson started a year later, if not in 86, for sure. Wow. That's a trick. That is all yeah. three. I'm telling you, all three of them congruently during the 90s, they were running the 90s. All three of them. Yeah. That's why anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, like, that could be a documentary in itself. I know how they can do it. For sure. Because they already got the Jordan doc, but I don't know how they can do it, but... And it's funny, the only the only time they ever fucking only people that only person that ever like they intertwined was was Jackson and Jordan. I don't think Tyson ever messed with both of them, huh? 
I don't know, man. I wouldn't put it past them. No, no, but like it publicly. Like there's no there's no pictures of Tyson and Michael Jackson and I all mean three. I haven't looked for any, so Yeah. I don't think all three. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm pretty sure they, they had some. they got him up there. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Yeah. Damn, though that was the nineties were years of the mics, man. That was wild. Yeah. But yeah, man. Last dance still really great, great series. But anyway. Yeah, definitely. Sports, believe it or not, was still the topic. The draft happened. And from my time, like I didn't watch it. Oh, it looked like um, it was entertaining. I forgot about to, what I forgot to let you know. Um, to end it, they also uh, there's a report coming out that says uh, there is footage following Kobe's entire last season. Oh yeah, yeah. Vanessa so, will have her hands in that. Yeah, <laughs> and the way I was thinking of, I it would makes it makes sense to me. My theory is that he was probably waiting until after the Hall of Fame to then start doing everything. Probably, mm. probably. Anyway. But um, but apparently they said uh, apparently they said some of the footage that he watched he actually gave commentary for. Wow! Wow! Some Tupac shit. Yeah, like they were. I, I think it was a lot of the rough draft stuff he had just started giving the commentary for. Man, man give that shit to Spike Lee. He'll do it because Spike Lee's the one that did Kobe goes to work. So it's only right if he yep. does this one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, NFL draft. I didn't watch it, but it looked entertaining from the timeline. It was the opposite, man. It was it fucking was. depressing. <laughs> well, Shit. I mean, seriously? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that I mean, I saw every depressing. time Every time they highlighted a player, they talked about his fucking past fucking tragic life. Oh, yeah, he did great. He had a 40-yard, 4.1 dash win. He, did, he broke all these records. Oh, yeah, and his mama died to crack. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Seriously? Yeah, it would be like, it'd be like, um... He'd be like, yeah, he was able to catch six touchdowns. Speaking of the number six, his dad died at 6 p.m. while he was uh, going over traffic, and now he's six feet under. Back to you, Trey. What and it was just like, wait, what? Fuck? Some shit like that. Like, huh? Wow. Like, I'll be honest, like, the, fir- the first two nights, I, I was just getting notifications. I wasn't even, like, tripping on it like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, nah, my, my mom didn't believe me until I was telling her, and she came out and watched a couple rounds. Even mm-hmm. though she was watching in the living room, she wasn't paying attention. So she came out here, and she watched a few rounds, and I was like, watch what they say. And then, sure enough, they did it, and then at the end of it, it was like, yeah, now back to you. What do you think about him? It was like they just, like, transitioned out like nothing had happened. My mom was like, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> wow. But besides she's that like, shit. I bet they, she's, like, she's like, I bet they ain't asking the white boys about their parents and shit. Mm, probably in the end. Then the Patriots like draft some fucking punter who's like a fucking three uh, f- a three percenter, like he's in the KKK and shit. What? Yeah, he's I forgot his name, but there's he's saying, Oh, I didn't uh he goes, I don't stand for anything but that the tattoo represents. I got it when I was younger. And then somebody was like, I was mad that the media didn't wasn't like, so what does it represent that you don't agree with? Mm-hmm. See. And then it just led to how did the Patriots miss that if they're the golden standard for catching everything? I think Belichick is just like seriously fuck, I think Belichick is a he's saying fuck it. He's about to leave. I think that's what it's coming down to. He don't give a fuck. He's like he's just like fuck it. Oh man, we forgot the big news. We might as well talk about this. Gronkowski's back. Air the horns. Oh yeah, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gronkowski changed his mind and said, you know what? I don't want to wrestle. I want to go back to football, and not yeah, only he is said he something with, like he got that fire back or some bullshit. Yeah, okay, nah, he got he, he just <laughs> went. You know what? I don't want to wrestle no more. And Tom Brady called him and said, "Hey, you want to come play with me?" Okay, and the Patriots said, "See ya." And he got traded to Tampa Bay. 
a sudden, the, Patri- the Tampa Bay has re- weapons now, and now they're a problem. Now I don't want football to come back. Nah, not this season. Nah, nah. <laughs> fuck you, Brady. Stupid. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck you. Stupid. Fuck you. No, no. It's not how this yeah, works. Maybe. Tampa Bay drafted more weapons. Huh? Tampa Bay drafted more weapons. They got a running back, I think, in the second round. Nah, nope. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. Um, who's a server? I forget, like... I was just paying attention to the draft in terms of it was just something to watch. Like, I was forgetting. I, I'm not remembering guys' names, and eventually I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I did pick up on was the first round, it was like, I understand why the South wants to open up tomorrow. Like, I get it. The first round was 32 picks, and 15 of them were SEC players. Shit. Oh, yeah. Seriously, though. Um, the SEC always I, dominates the draft, man. Yeah, no, nah, but not like that. They said no, that not was, like they the, broke yeah. the record. They broke now, the record for most uh, comp- most in the first round by a conference that night. Yeah, that and was then, de- that was uh, definitely higher. But I'm saying for the most part, though, SEC normally like they yeah. dominate the draft. I think by the time there was the 85th pick, LSU was averaging a drafted player every nine picks or something like that. Shit, shit. So <laughs> yeah, by the 85th pick, they already had nine guys taken in the draft. Like Wait, for those that- who don't know, the 85th pick is in the third round. <laughs> that a bitch. That's crazy. I yeah. mean, yeah, but like you saying, like Tampa Bay got a whole bunch of weapons, and I was seeing this shit, and I'm and I'm just like, word, no football, coronavirus, nah, nah, no football, <laughs> coronavirus, nah, 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 no football nah. this year, nah. You, you guys ain't getting it that easy, nah, no, no. That's not how this works. That's not how this works, Brady. And Justin Brady, it'll be some crazy shit. Justin Brady's luck. This shit just clears up, kind of, just so football can start. I'm like, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> right. That'd be some shit, yeah. dude. Like for real. Like really? I mean, I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen because they would be practicing right now, kind of. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But still, yeah. they will find a way. And it's just, like, <laughs> God will shit. love Tom Brady. Like, you know what? God be like, you know what? I'm gonna clear this up just so Brady can play. What? <sighs> All right. <laughs> but no, 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 no. My Niners got to be Shit, great. Not you, rate, Brady. Not you. At this Speaking rate, of I wouldn't Niners, be surprised if they Martin. took asses to the IMG Academy in Florida. No, what'd you say? I said I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL was like, all right, pack it up. We're going to the IMG Academy in Florida. Remember, I was telling you guys about the school that I went to when, uh, when I was with the Raiders and we had that break in between uh, Jacksonville and Tampa Bay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, remember the IMG that. Academy, which is like this, like, it's basically like the Nike factory for all kids in sports to bring, mm-hmm. pushes them out. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, all right, we're going to the IMG Academy. Jeez. See, no football. Nah. <laughs> nah. I don't want Brady to get it. No football. This is dead set. Like, nah, man. The Bucks look just too good on paper. Nah. <laughs> like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. That's not how this Every goes. Every team that looks good on paper doesn't See? do shit. See, yeah, yeah like I mean, the Browns. It's, it's always looks good on paper, and then yeah, they always the look good on paper. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers. He 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 must be counting the days now because they drafted a new they drafted a QB in the first round. What's his name? Jordan Jordan Love. Love. Yeah, he. I, I saw for those I, who are want to have on. a nice little funny reminder. Mm. Uh, yeah, in Green Bay, it is A Rod and J Lo. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wow. (laughs) And people are going like, so Aaron Rodgers needs to be counting. He's pretty much on the clock right now. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Yeah, basically, Jordan Love coming in. 
Jordan Love <laughs> is basically coming in to just replay out 2005. It's just, yeah, pretty much what happened it's when just different when he, people now. Yeah, he's gonna have to sit and wait. History repeats itself, man. He has to sit yeah. and wait. That's exactly <laughs> what Aaron Rodgers did when when Brett Favre was a quarterback. This is what he gonna do. I did. I saw some of his highlights, and he does look raw. So I'm like, huh? Well. Hmm. I mean, after that, we'll after see. that, after that playoff appearance, when 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 the Niners whooped his ass, I'm like, shit. I mean, what can I say? Well, the problem is, is that is you're not wrong, but the reason why it's not focused on him is because since Aaron Rodgers has been, I think, not only been there in his entirety, but since he's been the starter, the Packers mm-hmm. have not drafted a receiver in the first round, Damn. and that that pick comes. I think a day or two from A-Rod being on some radio station being like, and they're asked, oh, would you like a, a specialty player in the first round? He goes, yeah, that would be nice considering they never picked one before since I've been here. And then they pick a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's and like the like, like, Yeah, so it's, uh, nah, I could, I definitely understand how he would feel some type of way. Like, yeah. If anybody needs like, to go on. It's like, fam, I'm the only, like, the only realistic target I got out there is Devontae. Like, and he was a second rounder, help? wasn't he? Hmm? Yeah, Devontae was in the second round. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm, like, I mean, even their best receiver, not not to knock Devontae by any means, but he yeah. came in the second round. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's their yeah, best exactly. receiver. And I mean, Aaron Jones is great, but Aaron Jones is a running back. Like, how you need receivers to get downfield. You can't just yeah. play the the flats game and then try to go for long. But then yeah. that's another thing I want to say. Uh, shout out Devontae. Devontae, a couple weeks ago, he just joined. He officially joined the Jordan family. So he's oh, a Jordan brand uh, athlete as well. There's that's the horns. what's up. Good for him. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, so Niners. Martin, you weren't a happy camper. I kept seeing you on Twitter. You were just so mad. Even in the group chat, you kept being mad. I said one tweet. No, uh, even in the group chat, you were still kind of mad. No, I was. Yeah, I see, was definitely no, mad. You no, yeah, I, I was definitely mad. No, for sure. I was pissed, bro. What the fuck? But I only did send one tweet. But, but I was still, pissed off. The, 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 one tweet said, thanks, the, the one tweet said, thanks, John Lynch, for John Lynch for sending my Niners back. And I'm yeah. like, really, dude? Like, come yeah. on. You got to trust him. You have yeah, to no, trust him. I, I, I get it. And But see, there was reason reason to my reasoning. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And basically, bro, it's like this. I wanted a number one receiver. That's what we needed. Okay. Emmanuel Sanders is great. I feel like if we had a true number one, I'm not going to say it would have been different, but we could have had a better chance probably. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially right. on that last throw. Especially but if he caught on it, that we, one. If he caught it, we would have got the Rona. Man, so, look, I don't give a single fuck right now, okay? That was in the past. I'm looking at the future, and I don't like the draft. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but real shit is like I feel like we just needed that number one receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, I understand the the ideology of drafting uh, Javon Kinlaw. Mm-hmm. You know, replacing Buckner or whatever, right? But it's like uh, it's just so fucking irritating that the guy that we had was really fucking great. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he was he, all pro, all that shit. You know what I mean? Whatever, dude was fucking great. And then you go and trade him and you draft his. Is backup pretty much, or is a replacement who's a rookie. Yeah, that sets the team back. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way I look at it. Regardless of how, unless he's fucking Javon Curse. And I don't know if you remember Javon Curse. Javon Curse, fucking he like, if I'm not mistaken, was like up in the top three in sacks his rookie year. I remember him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, 
unless he turns out to be like that, I, pff, hey, all right, cool. Man, you said the same shit when Nick when we got Nick Bosa. Like, I don't want Bosa because he's injured. No, nah, I didn't want Bosa because he's a well. He, I, I didn't trust his injuries. Well, now you, know what you I'm do. Saying? This this guy, there's nothing like it's not nothing against him. It's just the fact that I feel that we had someone better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, well that's he, that's the issue in? that I have. But what if he comes in and you find out he has the mentality that's right in line with Michael Jordan? <laughs> See, man, that is a huge fucking stipulation, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude, and the that. reason why I bring that up is I don't know his work ethic, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very biased when it comes to guys that come out of Juco. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, you said that. I, Juco I, players, I understand like, that. I'm, I'm real biased, bro. Like, Juco players, we, they just got a dog in them that because they've been fighting for a spot their entire you know, since high school. Yeah. Um, like, you know, Juco players, they they end up there for a multitude of reasons. And yeah. it's not because they can't play. So when you get there, you're literally fighting to get a, you know. Getting in a position. The, well, not only that, it's the college recruitment. College recruits really only take like one or two Juco's per program. Yeah. So not only are you fighting your teammates and some of you guys at your own position to get to that spot, Remember, mm-hmm. there's a plethora of JUCOs around the country. Yeah, no, I so understand, like, bro. Like, I, yeah, get, like, I so get all it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's that dog. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's You go from, you know, all pro to a rookie. So, of course, it's, you're always going to go backwards. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, you, you just got to wait to see how it plays out. Because, I mean, for all yeah. we know, this kid could be first ballot Hall of Fame. Like, like and, I get, well, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking... Point. I'm looking purely at short term, and that's where I guess that's my fault. You know what I mean? That's my, that's uh, my own fault. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm looking at like like right now. You know what I'm saying? All just I'm because saying, of the window. Going. Just because we, we were already there. You know what I'm saying? We were right, right. there in the game. All I'm gonna say, Martin, is trust the former Bronco. That's all. Trust the horse. There you go. Trust the horse. Um, I know him as uh, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, bro. He was on the Bronco. I know as a Bronco too. Yeah. Well, trust the Buck. I mean, yeah, How about he that? Trust there, the Pirate. But, I mean, he, I know him as a Buck. Hey, trust like the Pirate. He, just know, trust the Pirate. <laughs> He's stupid. Yeah, that's like saying that's like saying trust uh trust the former Chief when you're talking about Joe Montana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's a good analogy. I get you, man. Yeah. Well, trust the uh, well, trust the Pirate. Nah, but on the other hand, though, I really, really, really fucking hate the receiver that we drafted but i love the way he plays so i'm looking yeah, forward to seeing him <laughs> yeah. that's a dog so yeah brandon Ayuk. yeah 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 that and motherfucker he, grew, he, he looks like a beast man yeah and he grew up a niners fan so it's yeah. a match made in heaven right didn't some xfl some former xfl players get drafted too no uh, they nah. get we're not drafted but I, I feel like one of them got signed or some shit yeah, they we, not we any, talked about those not any, uh, Yeah, I was saying not no, any no, recent I saw, ones. Oh, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of the XFL, sorry to derail it, but um, Vinny Mac just keeps getting more shit. Apparently, the old the GM Andrew Luck's father is suing Vince McMahon for breach of contract. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because he said he was supposed to get like a hundred million dollars either way. Like, what's it called? Either way, if there, it was supposed to fold up if he gets wrongfully terminated, and he ain't getting that. So he is suing Vince McMahon. For the XFL, huh. pretty much XFL is dead, dead. It's gone. Like I'm like, Shit. damn. Like pretty much the way it's looking, he's about to sell his shares and everything. Like Vince is just he buried the shit. Like it's not coming back at all. That's a yeah. damn shame. Yeah, that's rough. I don't know. Um, I was gonna say, uh, how do you guys like uh, Jameis Winston going to New Orleans? 
Hey, man. It works. <laughs> it makes sense. Feel bad for Tyson. Wasn't Taysom Hill though? Oh, don't feel bad for him. He just got a two-year deal today. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, good for him then. Shit. Yeah, they re-upped on him. Um, so I just don't like. like uh, I like Jameson's decision to humble himself and be like, all right, there's no more starting jobs. Let me let me go learn from one of the best quarterbacks and somebody who's perceived as one of the great coaches of the modern era of the past I mean, for sure. decade or so. I mean, if Drew Brees goes down, that'll be his time to shine. That's right. what. I, that's also what I was about to say. I mean, you, we saw what Teddy Bridgewater just did mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. You know what I and mean? He so, yeah. eyesight, and he fixed his eyesight. And he fixed his eyesight. What's his name? Jameis Winston. So, and mm-hmm. he kind of, and he has a line. He actually has. He has help. He has receivers. Yeah. It could work. It could happen. It could work, and I'm hoping for the best for him. It's just that little five percent that thirty I have for to thirty. Remind myself. <laughs> well, he uh, he's gonna be there with all that gumbo and them beignets and all the oh, all the crab legs shit. he could be around. Oh, so it could go the other way too. But I'm hoping yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for real best case scenario for him because I do want him to win and succeed. It's not against my Niners though. <laughs> I mean, look, I always say this. I always say this about players my I like. I always say this about players I like. I hope they put up great numbers. They just lose the game. That's all I care about. <laughs> put up yeah. great numbers, but yeah. lose the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I'm, you with remember, you. I also, I'm with you. Yo, you got to remember, I also play fantasy football. So oh, yeah. Just put up I great lo- numbers, but still lose the game. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's like, all yeah, I care like you about. Say, Martin, I, I get it. And like you say, Martin, like, when they go down, when they get injured, go like, okay, oh, I, yeah, hope, just, I hope you're better for the next game. I hope you're better next week. Next week. <laughs> yeah. So the karma won't get week. you. Like, I want you to be healthy, but next nah, week. Nah, yeah, exactly. It yeah, I don't want to wish no, no, no ill upon It could be the playoffs. It could be the playoffs or the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, oh, you're injured, but come back yeah, next season. Get better next week, man. You'll be better. better. You know what I'm saying? You'll be all right. Go back in the Pro Bowl. Right. Go back in the Pro Bowl. But, <laughs> but all around, like, how was uh, the. I think there was another signing, too. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Um. Nah, that pretty much. I think Gronkowski was like McCaffrey. the biggest story. Uh, Pac-12 had a nice night. Yeah. Uh, they had a top ten pick in um, what was it? Old boy from uh, Oregon. Forget his name. Herbert, Justin Herbert. Mm. Well, that's about it. You hear me? Hello. I think JC's gone. Because we can't hear oh, you, JC. Shit. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like you were saying, Martin, did you like even watch part of the draft or what? So basically, the first uh, was it the first two rounds of shit. Mm-hmm. I I was just getting uh what do you call it, notifications off ESPN or whatever, because like, I was at work. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was driving around or whatever. But then um the fucking over the weekend, I got this bright ass idea that I should I should have did right away mm. was just stream it and then fucking plug it into the phone and I could actually or plug it into the car and I could hear it over the speakers. Ah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? So that's the way I was doing right. it on Saturday and Sunday. Right. Well, you back, JC? Yep, I'm here. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it at all because I was kind of just like because honestly, personally, for me, I don't I don't really care for the draft unless it's like a really big time player. Is gonna come in mm. like say like when Reggie Bush was about to get drafted or Vince Young or like you know a, a big time player was gonna come in, then I watch right. it. But you know if it's because it, of the circumstances this year, it's kind of just like yeah whatever. Especially yeah, when with my, that, but I mean the first the first two picks were pretty groundbreaking picks. I mean Joe Burrow is supposed to be a a very 
good talent that's going to Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, oh, yeah, season. that boy. Mm. Yeah, he, he went to the Bengals, right? Yeah, and then yeah. immediately following him is Chase Young, who I have no doubt, barring injury, I have no doubt that's going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, he just... They said he's 6'5", and he could possibly still grow another three inches before it's all said and done. That's that that's white boy, right? wild. No, 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 no. No, that's, no. Dude Chase from Young's Ohio State. from Ohio State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. He, you're uh, right. Right. I wish him and Bosa would have played together like, <laughs> like the other year. You know what I mean? They're, uh, was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last year, but then Bosa got hurt and shit. Mm-hmm. If they would have played together, that would have been a fucking monster D-line, bro. Yeah, it would have Like, been. can you imagine that shit? I know. Oh, I was about to say something right. else of Madden related. Lamar Jackson's gonna be on the cover of Madden, so that's kind of a round of applause. We gotta say a prayer, because what's his name? Because <laughs> what's his name? He overcame the Madden curse. Patrick Mahomes overcame the Madden curse, but she overcame everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you were like, I remember when he first went down. You're like, oh, Madden curse, Madden curse. And I'm like, that ain't the end of the season, fam. Just wait it For out. For real. And then man, the curse <laughs> nearly worked. It nearly got it. But then it was like, okay, well, he. It kind of did work. It kind of did happen because the fucking COVID happened and the season might be canceled. So, <laughs> come, come on, man. Really? I don't know. Really? I just said that shit. Just said the shit yeah, man. that didn't even make sense. It makes sense to me. <laughs> made sense to me. To you exactly, um, and then of course the third pick was uh, Jeff uh, Okuda, which for some people that's not a big significance, but it there is a significance here. It's that the top three picks all at one point were on the same team at Ohio State. Oh wow, yeah, because remember Joe Joe Burrow is a transfer. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that be smoking the cigars yeah. and shit, right? Huh? That's the white boy that be work that be smoking the cigars after he won the championship, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a that's bad him. boy. He was a bad boy. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miami got it right with by drafting Tua, which I thought I still thought they were going to fuck it up, but <laughs> salute to I them. I mean, they got it right, but let's see what happens because be real about the situation, Tua's always hurt. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if, if he can get past the injuries, then, they yeah, they definitely hit the nail on the head. But if he don't, ah, uh, could mean, be another one with, of those. You know what I mean? But even with that, I think I'm, I think I'm always okay with not having a good draft pick if it's due to injury because at that mm-hmm. point that's nothing. You oh can, yeah, you have no control over. You know. Yeah. Right. No, I and all I'm things, right, I'm and right all there things considered, even if he does get injured, I mean, you can, yeah, you can look down on the list of guys that you would have passed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at guys now, and it's like they don't fit what they were trying to do. So it it could have been yeah. a, like you know, it's just one of those ones where it's catch twenty two. Uh, yeah, and I get so you. So he got picked at number five, but the. I would say, I wouldn't call them the biggest winners, but a big winner of the draft night was LeBron James, Rich Paul, and Clutch Sports. Oh, yeah. They got that shit. Ten (laughs) minutes into their first year in the NFL, and they already got the number two and number three overall draft picks. Like, fam, what? They just stay winning. Uh, you know, I'm tired of taking these NBA owners' money. Let's go get this NFL money. Come on. Pretty much. What? <laughs> you know, and, 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 that's you that's know NBA nuts. owners ain't shit either. For real. But I was about to say, something else happened. I feel like something else happened. I already said Lamar Jackson. I already said, no matter. F- f- oh, and speaking of the NBA, it got announced this past week that um, because the stupid-ass states wants to open up early because of the whole virus shit, that practice facilities are going to be allowed to open early next month. 
don't know how to feel about that because personally for not, me, they not sh- early next month, next week. Well, yeah, yeah, next week is next month. Same shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like for me personally, it's just like, man, just cancel the season. That's just me, in my opinion, because you know, shit. Y'all can watch the news. I mean, I get it. <laughs> because I get shit. It. <laughs> Y'all watch the news. You know what's going on. You know what's going on. You know the vibes. As a, as a Lakers fan, I don't. I obviously don't want it to end, but I see the bigger picture. Mm. But on the flip side too. You got to remember the NBA and the NFL, they bring in so much TV money that yeah. you, like, you got to remember Seriously. not everybody has a LeBron James salary. True. So yep. True. Some of these guys, you know, yeah, they're signing million dollar contracts, but you're forgetting about millionaire tax brackets and the taxes they have to pay. So they're, really, yeah. they're realistically not touching that money. And if the money's frozen, mm-hmm. and I mean, too, you also got to think about the rookies. Like, yeah, the rookies are just getting their feet wet. Like they don't have any residuals. They just left a a structure where they told them you can't have any money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it, if it so, if it does come back and it'll be in empty arenas, I'll watch that just to hear everyone talk shit. <laughs> oh hell oh, yeah! Well, see the what I learned, and we'll get into it in a little bit because um, I listened to uh, to all the smoke podcast with. Um, Matt Barnes and yeah. Steven Jackson, they had Draymond on this last week. Oh, yeah, Draymond had a lot to say. <laughs> and Draymond had uh, said that, remember, because the Warriors were supposed to be the first team to play with no fans in the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah, Draymond yeah. had said that when that was going to take place, they were just going to have music playing in the background the whole time. That could work. Really? That could work. Yes, like he, he, they were getting ready to make a playlist. He just had to get it cleared for the language and all that because it was still going to be on TV. But just, they were just going to blast the music in the back. And I was like, damn, huh. that is great, actually, now that I think about that's it. That's genius. Just have music playing in the background while everything's going on. That, yeah, that could work. That could deadass work. That's crazy, dude, because that's how we used to play like video games and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, that's how, wild. That's how I, when I play Madden, I would flip the music up on blast. Yeah. 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 That could work. Um, so I mean, like, like I said, I, I know how you feel, Busby. Like at this point, it's kind of like cancel everything. But then at the, I know you gotta look at the business it's a, side. It's a business at the end of the day. Because these these motherfuckers it's not just a sport. These motherfuckers are willing to let people die. If y'all don't know, well, of course you know. One of Little Little Rock, or you know, staying home. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Georgia and other and a few other states, several states are slowly reopening. Georgia just said, fuck it. Everything going to be open. Like, what's it called? What's going to be open? Salons, hair salons, mm, bowling they, alleys. Yeah, they did all their phase one stuff. Yeah, <laughs> bowling alleys, movie theaters, even though I'm laughing at that because there's nothing playing at the movies. Even AMC is like, the fuck? No, we're not. <laughs> right. You know, and I'm seeing pictures of even out in Chicago, man, these motherfuckers. I don't know if y'all saw that video out in Chicago when they showed um there was like this big ass house party and it was like it was like a club. It was like literally packed f- from tooth to nail of people and I'm just and of course it's all black folks. I'm like niggas. Just natural selection at this point. And out in Texas yeah, I saw that and I yeah, also saw on. everybody congregating at uh, Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. Wow. Out here in Cali, yeah, fucking idiots. Yeah, and it's wow. just like at this point, it's just natural selection. Like I don't feel bad at all. Even Gavin Newsom was like fucking idiots. So you know he didn't say it, but <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> but you know he thought it. Well, of course he did. <laughs> right. We all thought it. 
This is idiots, yeah. man. And it's like, do you guys really need to turn up? And of course, it's it's uh, from what I'm seeing, it's nothing but white folks that want to go outside. Ain't that some shit? I mean, whatever, whatever. I don't know what else to say to that. I mean, but. you say that, but you just got done saying there was a whole house party with. Oh, uh, I know, I know, so, but you know. I know because niggas, niggas are niggas. Even out in Atlanta, they're all seeing videos of niggas just chilling out in the parking lot and just, just be niggas. And I'm like niggas. Yeah, seeing a whole bunch of niggas. Oh, you know what we missed about. Uh, you know what we missed about the draft. Hmm. What? We missed uh, the first big meme moment of the draft, in, including CD Lamb's uh, career with his the, girlfriend. Oh, and his girlfriend grabbed the phone. Yeah, yeah. She kind of. She pretty much tried to. Well, if y'all don't know, pretty much, I guess he got. Who did he get drafted to? The Cowboys. He got down to the Cowboys, and I guess they showed him because everyone was at their houses and shit. And she and I guess his phone went off, and she grabbed it, about to answer it. And he, with the quickness, grabbed that phone right back. Like, no, 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 don't do that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? It was funny. It was it like was that's funny. all I took from it. It was funny, but you know, dumbasses, they got to go take it a whole other level. Exactly, they got that narrative, and, of course. Uh, yeah, you know. Wait, that what, what? What was the narrative? That she, that you know, say she, hey, he had another chick on the phone, you know. Yeah. Or you know, you know, just sneaky niggas, you know, that mm. type of shit. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. To me, it's like this is the biggest moment of my life at this point, and you're no, but you know, the black Twitter, nah, you know, Twitter fuck out to, of here. Twitter has to do that. No, narrative. but I'm saying. I, oh no no I'm not even tripping on that but I'm just looking at CD Lamb though you know what I mean like that's probably what's going through his mind like you're yeah. answering this fucking phone are you kidding me hmm. you know what I mean yeah I know <laughs> yeah. like yeah it was just, it was funny because then they had that and then I forgot there was another player um, with his girlfriend his white girlfriend white <laughs> yeah and, and from the, the looks of it everybody thought that uh, she had adopted him because they thought they thought it was his uh, his, his mom, mom. <laughs> yeah oh, shit. <laughs> She's like hugging him, and all of a sudden, his mom actually comes up behind and is like, "Bitch, move, get off the screen!" Like, <laughs> yeah, <it was> grabbed <laughs> him, it grabbed her, that and forced funny. her off the screen. I was like, "Wow!" Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's all I had. Like, it was just that was funny to see. Hmm. Well, when it comes to music, I mean, there was like a debate. It was it was like a whole topic, right? The past few weeks, when it comes to um, Drake and when it comes to the verses, there was no verses this week, but. Jay Z, but for whatever reason, people started making brackets or like their own scorecard for Jay Z and Drake. Because there's this argument between Drake fans that Drake can hold up against Jay Z song for song, hit for hit, or whatever. So I was seeing a whole bunch of scorecards, and it was really just annoying to me. And I was just like, I, and I scored it, and it was just like, Jay Z wins 12 to 8, he wins. Like, I was just saying, it's not even close, too. It's not even close either, <laughs> and then and I'm seeing uh, then someone else made another scorecard like oh this this is more accurate because the fucking tracks old boy used on the one I was using was just trash because he made it so it could so it could be advantage to Drake you know what I mean so I was like I know what you're doing he was using what he was a Tom Ford again started from the bottom or some shit like that I'm like really you nah. picked Tom Ford that just yeah. shows you how young you are I'm like I guess. So then I saw another one of Jay-Z one. Hell, I even made a playlist of Jay-Z versus Drake. And <laughs> I might even do it. I might even drop it this week for my own playlist just so people can make up their own scorecards. And again, I try to be as lenient as possible for both of them. And again, Jay-Z wins. Like, you hear Jumpman and then it's like, okay, that's pretty good. Then you hear the opening chords for You Don't Know. 
<laughs> Turn my music high. Hi. I'm like, it's just not close. And right. I, I don't know. It, it was just a topic I kept seeing over and over again. And people were just going like, like there's some songs. There was like, I saw one dude score Hotline Bling over PSA. Huh? Hmm. And he's like, yo, man, that's a hit, man. So you saying you used to call me on my cell phone is better than allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. All right. Okay. Yeah, you full of shit. Huh? (laughs) I said, that's a billboard watcher. Yeah. Yeah. He's full of shit. Straight up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. They just base it off numbers. Whatever, man. I guess. It's one big ass, I guess. Did you did you end up watching the um, Jermaine Dupri shit or nah? Nah, I didn't. Wasn't able to go. I barely watched the um, the Prince tribute. Finally watched that today. Oh yeah, that happened. How many Prince tributes does he get, man? I don't know, but I know he's getting a lot, and he said he didn't want none. So <laughs> for real, how was how was it in your for your in your I, it eyes? Was, it was well done. It was well done. Her her killed her set. Her killed um, her shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Miguel was on there. He did him justice. Like it was, it was really well good. It was really well put together. Cause I was seeing from some Prince fans online, they were saying like, "Yeah, this is pretty mid for Prince standards." <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom loved it. Okay. She's in there crying and shit. Of course. Damn, <laughs> crying. I was just about shit. to say, "Oh, that's what's up." That she loved it, and then you know she's in there crying and shit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do I respond to that shit? <laughs> all crying and shit. <laughs> I know it's actually kind of fucked up saying after I just got done saying I was crying and shit after Kobe, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Sound like Rick James, dog. <laughs> you know, what do I look like crying over watching some Prince shit on Kobe? What the fuck I look like? Yeah, I remember I was yeah, crying, I crying and over shit. that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, she, uh, like, like I said, shit. when it comes to Prince, I always, I look at my mom's, uh, what she thinks about the situation. Yeah. She enjoyed it for what it was, so. That's what's up. Yeah. That was like, I, I didn't watch it with her. I was just hearing you know, going back and forth through the house, but I finally was able to watch it today. And yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It's on the, the CBS uh, app. Oh, okay. Um, so if you haven't signed up for it yet, you get that month for free. Like, now would be the perfect time to just go catch it. It has it in its, uh, its entirety. Nice. Yeah, How about, so it, was it was like, it was what, good. two hours? Yeah, it was a couple hours. Yeah, of course. Eh, what was the best performance of the night, in your opinion? Like, what was the best performance? Um, I mean, her... Hers, she she's really good because she brought the uh, she obviously brought the guitar up, of course. So, yeah, she, it was she funny. It was funny because I think my mom was kind of watching it and I had to let them know like, oh, you know, oh, it was my aunt, and I was like, oh, you know, she's from Vallejo. She's like, she's from Vallejo. I'm like, yeah, like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People yeah, I mean, the, that the Bay shit. was representing. Um, I mean, her being from Vallejo, Sheila E was there, obviously being from the Bay. So yeah, um, yeah, Bay River. I mean, but that was Prince, man. Prince had love for the Bay, so of course. What about to say? Uh, music kind of dropped with a capital K. I mean, yeah, TDE. I know, I know, I know. With a cap, I know it dropped, but TDE decided to, you know, because it was Top Dog's birthday last week, so this, the whole week he was dropping, T, like what's it called, tracks with from TDE artists, but none from Kendrick, none from Schoolboy, none from J Rock. You know the you know the holy trinity except for Ab Soul. I still haven't listened to all the tracks. Martin, did you listen? You listened to them, so how I were I listened they? to all of them, yeah. How that shit was dope, man. The only ones I wasn't too, like, 
I didn't care for it too much, to be honest. Where the uh, what's the name? Zach Zakari. Zakara. Zakari. Zakari. Right. What? Yeah. Nah. Those are the only ones I wasn't really like tripping on, kind of like. But everything else was dope as fuck. Especially fuck to me, rapper weed by Sir. And fucking uh. Yeah. That. Yeah. Might not make it. Yeah, nah, yeah. but Sir and Boogie, oh my god, that combination is fucking amazing. How was yeah. Reasons, how was Reasons track? Reasons might not make it, that shit was dope as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously, dude. So it, the only artist that exactly dropped, what I expected. So the only artist that dropped was Reasons, Sir, Isaiah Rashad, oh yeah, Isaiah Rashad dropped that week. Yeah, and, and uh, Absol. Absol, that's four. Zakara. Zakara, he, he dropped two of them. Oh, okay, so yeah. that's five. Uh, oh. Yeah, the, this woman's. Uh, so I was eh on this woman's work, but then mm. Edamame was my joint. Like mm. I really liked Edamame by okay. Zakari. I, I felt s- like had Zakari just dropped that one, then he mm. would have been good. Right. I saw Sir dropped his video. Of, what was the track called? John Redcorn. Mm. Yeah, and it so was of course. Uh, so of course they went back, and the whole premise of it is uh, King of the Hill. They did it in an animated style in the form of King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, and they had all of TDE. They like the original Black Hippie. You saw Kendrick. You saw like it was funny. You saw Schoolboy, J Rock, and Ab Soul drinking alcohol, and then you see Kendrick and he's drinking water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even trip on that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's funny. Everyone's drinking alcohol except for Kendrick because it makes sense. Swimming pools and shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, TDE, they're cool. K can't drop. Yeah, it was good. Like uh, I mean, I oh. say this with no disrespect. It was really good. That I was actually glad they didn't do nothing from Kendrick and J Rock and all them. Like it was nice to actually go through the roster and get what people would consider um, the B team, the the B list. Yeah, the B team. Because mm. um, Kendrick, because I'm telling TDE fans, fans were pissed. They didn't hear nothing from fucking um, what's her name, SZA or Kendrick oh, yeah. or. You know the, the yeah, A squad, right. right? But I mean, the thing of it is, is I mean, we've been hearing them. I mean, it may not be nonstop in comparison to other artists, but they've been prevalent for the last couple of years. Like they haven't gone anywhere. I mean, yeah, we like, know we that. This is Isaiah Rashad. This is Isaiah Rashad's first solo in a couple of years. This is Absol's first solo release forever. since I think, 2016. No, yeah, <laughs> forever. You know, so it's yeah, just so, like I mean, it was not. It was nice to. It was nice to just focus on the entirety of their roster. I think TDE fans are just getting impatient with Kendrick and it's just like man just be patient man he'll show up when he shows up seriously shit man he gave you three he gave you uh what's it called a uh, Pulitzer Prize winning book I mean book <laughs> album he gave you a fucking Nobel Peace Prize of an album with the Pippa Butterfly and he gave you a college course with Good Kid Mad City just chill it's a catalog of fucking just greatness so yeah, just, yeah. just deal just, with it. Like, just chill. It'll get here when it gets here. Fuck. Like, you, I know, I understand. Drake drops a track like every other month or every other week, but bro, just it's it's about quality, not quantity. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and by the way, and, and by the way, in between those great albums, he also gave you one of the albums outtakes, and then he did a soundtrack. Like, fam, people yeah, won't seriously. Seriously. And on top of that, um, you know, when J Rock dropped, he was also featured on several tracks there. So right, it's like so just on, man. people. Like I'm saying, people are just being thirsty. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, K Camp dropped. What was his album called? Kiss that Five. Was, that was a good. That was a good album. I listened to it when I was at work. I listened to it once, but it was, from what I was listening to, it was good. Really smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't even call it. I don't even call it rap. It's more alternative rap. That's an example of alternative rap. 
that album. Nah, it, it was an alternative. That's a melodic rap. Yeah, like, yeah. KK's yeah. really good yeah. at, at melodic rap. Melodic rap, sure. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I have a different definition of alternative. Alternative is not anything that K Camp does. Like alternative to me is music that doesn't want to be on the radio. Like Travis like, Scott shit. Make K Camp ain't make a hit. It's mm. just he he has melodic rapping. True. So it it doesn't. There's bounce, but he adds melodies, which obviously it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the fact that he he. Um, he not only sampled uh, Fable from D4L on Tatted Up, but then he featured Fable. So Fable came up and like gave all original content in addition to his Tatted Up uh, vocals being sampled. Mm. So that was great. Um, What's like on your Black mind with Jacquees is a banger. Mm. I like Black Men Don't Cheat. That's my shit. Yeah. Uh, Trill Love with Wale and Joe Trufant might be the standout on that mm-hmm. project. Like, they have great chemistry together. That was great. Um... There was one other joint. Oh, uh, top ten with Yellow Beezy. That's that was my shit. That was a good one. That really was. Yeah, a good Bobby one. Cri- uh, Bobby Critical. Uh, he produced that track. <laughs> oh, um, oh speak- so not over overall. Like overall, it was great. I enjoyed it for what it was. Side note: Back to yeah, Wale. Cool. Did you see the Sumi video? Yes, that was very Round very creative. That was a very creative video with Wale. That that was very creative. I'm always a sucker yeah. for creative videos, man. But that was very, very creative. Pretty much the whole without sport. Yeah, it's one of those you gotta watch it. If you watch it, you got, that's like a spoiler in itself. I mean, it's just it's what? just roles reversed. <laughs> you know, black people getting fucked up in public and you know uh, injustices. Of, it's just yeah. the roles reversed. What if it was white people that had oh, to deal with okay. that? Okay, I get you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially the ending. And the ending. Well, we could just the ending. Pretty much um, is it actually sparked some change after the video after the video aired. Mm-hmm. According to Wale, because pretty much it showed an inmate that was in that was inside. I think it was Rikers or one of the jails, and he's saying how the COVID nineteen was pretty much spreading. Mm. And one of the um, nurses was saying that half of your unit's gonna die from this because he he recorded it on his phone sneakily and o- uploaded it to the internet. So that after the shit went after after fucking like it went viral, Wale got a hold of it, put it at the end of his video, and pretty much after the video got aired, that's when they started making change within the prison system with that shit so right. shout out to wow. Wale for that that was yeah, that was seriously. shout that's, out for that yeah that was awesome uh, who um, else dropped Alina Perez dropped and just mean. when I think I hear just when I think I hear what I would consider alright this is the bar for their R&B this year mm-hmm. somebody else comes in R&B and it's like damn I think that might be the bar of R&B right now <laughs> and Alina Perez came with her album uh, what is it? Um, it was divine, and that album was fucking divine. It was beautiful. <laughs> nice. Yes, what's up? It, uh, it was. It was the kind of music that like just made me want to go back to Larissa's and just spend time with her. Like, Aww. It's not even like fucking music. Like it's just you just want to be next to. If you have a significant other, you want to be around them. It's a yeah. vibe. Like she just her her she just has a beautiful voice. She has a nice. She has a nice control over both her tone and her range. Hmm. Um, I mean, the shit she was kicking on uh, for on endlessly, like. And then it what was what fucked me up too was, she would do that, and then immediately after, she would then go into "Give Me the Wheel" with Smino, mm. and then immediately after that she go into "Off the Grid" with Khalid. So it's just like. 
people that you that use music that you know even if you don't like their full catalog you at least know okay they got some joints mm. now she's just coming with like just knocking them in and out like you could tell during that studio session she probably had a few people speechless because like these songs just to even be in a track list back to back to back to back was amazing but i mean just doing this all together it was just it was nuts she absolutely did her thing on this album like i Again, I was ready to crown Division for sure. Like, okay, they got the album, but nah, man, I, I can't even say that for sure now. Like, she came with it. That's Damn. what's up. Another Just side a week note. Later, I, I, I highly <laughs> recommend that. Another That's side my... note. Shout out to Mr. Fab. He dropped another project. Brick phones and beepers. Keeping it, keeping it really funky. You know, back in the nineties, back in our day, that's what <laughs> we used to pick up. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wow. guess it, it kind of falls in line with the times of the uh, the Jordan doc, though. You know what I mean? Break yeah. phones and beepers you know and shit. A- yeah. yeah. You know another aspect we forgot about that? What? Um, The Sniff Brothers. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Sniff Brothers, man. Those, those wow. guys were something. <laughs> the, they were. The Sniff Brothers. <laughs> like, Just how they got that how... name, bro. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> And you know what's funny too is again it's I I can't even really speak on it the way I want to speak on it because they actually play a role later on in the documentary. Mm. Um, it's just it's I just wouldn't have the kind of energy that Mike had to go through everything he went through, and then it's just like, all right, I'm gonna go hang out with the Sniff Brothers right now, and they're <laughs> all just in the locker room like just kicking it like it's Pretty just a regular ass like he just put up forty. Or he's in the process of minutes before he puts up forty, but it's like, nah, I'm gonna kick it with them, and we're we're gonna gamble right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, another thirty for thirty in itself. Right. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Mr. Yeah. Fab. He dropped his Stan Pablo series, Brick Frones and Beepers. He got features from Too Short. He got too Filthy Rich. Even Karina. She had the horns on track 11, 10 out of 10. I actually had the privilege of actually sequencing the album. And there's always, hey. a, there's always a, there's an artwork. There's an art in sequencing albums. You got to find the right track to open it. And you got to find the right track to end it. And you just got It's like putting puzzle pieces together. Kind of just like you know Tom Cruise in Minority Report. <laughs> gotta see how everything flows there's a story shit. to it all that shit but yeah, yeah. y'all should go and listen to that pretty dope yup yep. that's dope uh, uh, let's shit. see what else um, oh shit. uh Callie Ucha she dropped her 4 track EP oh yeah good. yeah that shit was smooth I yeah, fucked with it was pretty it. good I liked yeah. it um I didn't get a chance to listen to Trouble cause he dropped uh, his Thug Love album but I wanna get to that oh yeah he did um, I didn't even know about that one yeah, Guap Dad 4000, he's been dropping singles, and he's pretty much just been compiling them into EPs over the past few months. Mm-hmm. So he dropped another collection, which is the Platinum Falcon Tape Volume 1. Ah. Um, and then I think a couple of tracks I put on the one of the playlists or something like that. So like I've heard it, I just I didn't get to play that, but Got he you. did that. Um, and then there's an artist, I don't know if you guys have heard of, I think... I'm just looking at the name, so if I'm, if I'm correct, it's a woman... Uh, I don't know if you heard of Looney, but she has an album called Joyride. Nah. Mm. It just happened to be one of those ones where it was on Apple Music and it looked interesting, so I put it on my list. I just didn't get a chance to look, uh, look at it. 
from what I've heard, though, it's been getting pretty positive reviews. So I'll, that's one for sure. I'll come back hmm. and I'll is it R and B review for next week? Is it R and B? What was that? Is it R and B? I R&B? think so. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. And then last week while we were on, while we were recording this shit, Wiz dropped an album on four twenty. Mm-hmm. On four twenty, mm-hmm. I'm starting to think it's gonna be like an annual thing. Cause I'm pretty sure he did this shit last year as well. He most likely did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but nah, that shit was cool though, bro. I listened obviously listened to that one fucking all week. Like that shit, like it was what you expect from Wiz. He even had a few beat flips in this shit. He had Hitmaker nice. do a what you call it? He Hitmaker redid Still Dre. And I know it doesn't sound great. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> but nah, man, yeah, like it yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah. It worked for them. Right. Like I was like, oh shit. I see. I, 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 you know what I mean? And then they redid what? the uh the Bammer Weed, which was on one of the playlists as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually on fuck three playlists, I think now. <laughs> but, Speaking uh, of Yeah, no, it's crazy because I'm thinking we put out the 421, we put out the one last when I when it actually came out as a single, we had it on there and then fuck i don't know i think i think it was three though and then there was the last track on there with logic oh. i know y'all don't really I don't know like is logic he, is he rapping dude, rapping no is he actually he's rapping? actually like singing on this shit and it fucking goes no i'm not saying we're not ever doubting logic as an artist he's a great artist it's yeah. just when he's on that bullshit he'd be on that bullshit right and he has a feature from yeah. k camp also and that nice. shit goes too like literally there's seven tracks all of them are fucking good Seven track. That's that's right enough. Yeah, sure. yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna add that in this week. Speaking of yeah. logic, I guess he he like a few weeks ago he went on Reddit and he kind of gave fans an update on how he's been and I guess he deleted all his social media and he's just been MIA trying to get his mind right. So hopefully he hmm. drops a better album. <laughs> well, it's most important that he gets his. It's most important that he Both. gets his mind right. I mean, because we're in a time right now where you not only got to keep your mind right, but you got to keep your body right. Um, that too. Mm. We as the hip hop community, we lost a, a brother. Um, oh yes, rest yep. in peace to Fred the Godson. Fred the Godson, uh, who unfortunately, yeah, he succumbed to complications the- due to COVID nineteen this past mm. Thursday. Yeah, and he was only thirty five years old, man. Like that's uh, that's how that's, that was that, rough. That's, I, I I liked I liked Fred the Godson. Yeah, that shit was that shit. I was like, damn. So that's another double XL freshman gone. Yeah, Nipsey Triple X, yeah. Nipsey Triple X, Mac Miller, and Fred the Godson. Yep. Yeah, that is wild. That was, that was tough, about. Um, especially because it was. We got word of it. What April sixth is when we first got word. Yeah, that of it. was two. So it was yeah, like it was legit two weeks. in the span of yeah, in two weeks. Um, and the last thing that I remember hearing about it was I think Buzzby you told me was yeah his wife I said think he I was doing in the chat where. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, he got it. But you're like, nah, his wife said he's doing okay. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool, thank God. Yeah. yeah, his wife was saying he was doing okay. So I was like, all right, like he's going to pull through. And then, nah, and I guess even with Scarface, because he got the shit. And they're saying he's under di- dialysis right now, because he got Fuck. the shit. Yeah, man, this shit's no joke. That's why I, yeah. that's why I get irritated um, when I see all these people out. And it's like, you, it's like they don't give a fuck until it happens to them. So at that point, you just got to just... Pray for them, right? And just do what you I gotta have to do. The... Yeah, I have the excerpt from um, Scarface. If you want me to read it, because it, it it puts a lot of things into perspective, especially from somebody like Scarface. Mm. So he he explained everything on this. Um, he did a Zoom chat with uh, fellow Ghetto Boy uh, Willie D, and on that they were talking of just putting on updates. 
And in that chat, Scarface had said, I'm glad to be alive. I fought COVID. Then I fought pneumonia in both lungs. Mm. And then my kidneys failed. And while all this is happening while I'm at home. I went back to the hospital. I just got out of the hospital Monday. So he actually did this Zoom, I think, early this morning, if not on Sunday. Wow. So this is recent. Um, he says, so I just got out of the hospital Monday. I got to change my entire diet. I got to do dialysis four days a week, three hours a day. That's taking out all of my blood, cleaning it, and then putting it back into my body. Fuck. I couldn't keep food down. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't stay awake. I couldn't breathe. It's the worst time of my life. I've lost 30 pounds. Hanging on that string of death makes you really appreciate life. I was inches away from death. Mm. That's Shit. wild, man. Because he did lose a lot of weight. He lost a lot of weight. Even before the virus yeah. got up, he lost a lot of weight. Fuck, man. See, this, that's, that's, how, that's crazy. How 30 pounds in a month, man. For real, that's how, man. That's, that's how real wild. this virus is, man. Stay inside, yeah. people. If you're listening, please just stay the fuck inside. So we can go outside. Like Gavin Newsom announced, or well, not Gavin Newsom, but you know, everyone's all getting mad when he's he's going on there and he doesn't give a timeline of when he, when he's gonna reopen. Oh, yeah, it's probably because you guys motherfuckers keep going out. He <laughs> said until further notice. So until further notice, just stay your asses in the house. Seriously, don't go to the park. Don't go to the beach. Don't try to go to parties. Don't do nothing. Just in the words of Arnold, chill. <laughs> 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 Yeah, nah, but sure, I heard I, I heard they extended are, it to the end of the month you're though a, for sure. A white woman that we, resembles a Karen. Oh, and this guy. You have an issue with authority. Please keep going to the park so I can keep seeing those videos. It's incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, I salute and I laugh every single time. <laughs> Getting mad about it and shit, man. <laughs> it's irritating, man. They're funny, man. I like those. But hey, man, she, she looked at the cop and said, "Well, arrest me then." And he was like, no, "Okay, right. okay." And then she was shocked, like, "You're gonna arrest me?" Okay. Well, in positive news out in New Zealand, um, they they pretty much said like, "Yeah, we got rid of this shit already." Not uh, we got rid of it, but like we kind of got what's it called? We got rid of the virus. We revanquished the virus. Like we're still gonna be social distancing, but pretty much we're good now. And I was just like, "Eh, "No, okay." Shout out to New Zealand. Air the horns. That was the home place of Lucy Lawless, Xena. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all ever watch that show, Xena the Warrior Princess? No, that's not the only one. Nah. Show's fucking gangster, man. Y'all should watch that shit. I don't know why I said that shit, but that was some gangster. positiveness. It is gangster. I, 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 I don't one see it, bro. Hey man, Kevin said it was based <laughs> yeah. off. Her, it was based off Hercules. Yeah. Hey man, it was based off. I mean, I wouldn't. The Hercules that's show. not gangster though. It, no, but the only reason why I'm saying that because the, Kevin Sorbo is Loki is pretty much a Trump supporter. The guy who played Hercules. So every time he says some wild shit, I'll be like, "That's why Xena was better than you." Oh, oh my ass. god. Anyway, anything yeah. else? Anything else we need to touch um, on? Yeah, no. Nah, uh, I want to give a shout out to just creators finding new ways to get content out. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the one that takes the lead for this obviously is Travis Scott. Like he oh, had that, a full oh, concert shit. in a fucking video game. Oh yeah, yep. for Fortnite. I watched that shit. The astronomical shit. That shit was creative. I'll give him that. That was very creative. Yeah, that's what's up. Watch that I shit mean, on he YouTube. Did his thing on that, and then introduced a whole brand new song with. Kid Cudi and I, I don't know if they just yeah, it's, it's a single words, but I think they formed a duo and called themselves the Scots, Scots. yeah <laughs> yeah kids see ghosts you know Kanye that's, and Cudi and Scots that's genius yeah yeah seriously the Scots yeah um yeah nah he what they broke 
they broke, broke every Fortnite record, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Tra- Travis Scott is a rock star. He is a superstar. And yeah, it was wild just seeing like you see all the fucking players or the avatars just jumping up and down and rocking out and shit like that. And you see a big ass Travis Scott digital person just you know doing <laughs> Travis Scott shit. It was very creative. Like I'll, I'll give him that. I don't know if this was always in the works even before the virus happened, but that was very very creative. Yeah, um, I I saw that, and the first thing that popped in mind was, so of course I'm not talking about lyrically. This is just in terms of popularity and just stuff that you've done in in the public's eye. Mm-hmm. Is it time that we put Travis Scott in an in a tier that includes Kendrick, J Cole, and Drake? Because I, I think we it talked might about be time. Like I felt we talked about this. When he went number one, with um, when he sold, when Astro World went sold like 500k and shit, I think we talked about this. Well, no, we we talked about it from the standpoint of is he like you know just one of the faces of of hip hop. Mm. I'm talking about in terms of if you say Travis Scott, you know for sure that is a sellout. It's going to sell. It's marketable. Let's go with it. Like, oh yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not talking lyrical content, but based off of his music and what he brings to the table. Does he now fit in that tier? Because oh, I yeah. think, if oh he, yeah, absolutely. I think he's there. He is there, absolutely. Yeah. He, after, I think after, he after, has I the, after I saw the Astroworld like documentary on Netflix, and I saw the yeah. white boys jumping off the hell in a cell for him, yeah, like <laughs> he's he's up there. Come on, I they mean, gave him his own fucking cereal on the what's it called the the Reese's Puffs or whatever. When I saw that, I'm right. like, oh yeah. yeah. He got that. He's on Fortnite. He's doing this, like everything. He I and mean, he's got his high, own shoes too. He's yeah, got like highest yeah. in the room. Going, and highest in the room when it dropped, it went number. I think it went number one on Billboard like first week. Like he has the fan base. Like he has a loyal, huge core fan base. And that's all you really need. All you need is a loyal, huge fan base. And that's all you need. After that, you're set for life. Fuck award shows. Fuck yep. all that. You are set for life. Look at fucking insane clown posse. Look at insane clown posse, man. They're trash as fuck. But they, them juggalos, they <laughs> shit. They are loyal. Hey, don't to don't them. ever say that out loud again, man. I know because they'll, you know they'll, I mean? they'll yeah, come after exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> I don't shit. think we're playing. I mean, the music wise, they're trash. But I respect the hustle. It's just not for uh, me. Let's see what else we got on here. Um, Lil Wayne launched a uh, Young Money Radio. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I didn't listen to it. Did Anybody you? listen to that? Nah. Nope. I saw it. Did well, you? Good for you. I didn't listen to it either, but I heard he he called. I heard he called a, a bunch of people on there, including Travis Scott. Just kind of like, yeah, oh, these are all shit. my friends, and <laughs> and then he um, he announced Oof. that he's gonna do a deluxe version of Funeral, which it didn't move me because I, I didn't like Funeral. We it all didn't. didn't. But what I thought was interesting, <laughs> I didn't was mind that it. He called Don't up, speak uh, for me. <laughs> he uh, what I thought was interesting was he called up Tory Lanez and then he played a song that he has Tory Lanez featured on that's going to be on the deluxe version and I was like huh Tory's stock is going all the fuck the way like if there was an MVP of of hip hop then Tory might be the MVP yeah. of hip hop for the month of dude, April dude MTV like, yeah, offered for him sure. like a half hour slot because of his quarantine radio dog wait what yeah yeah so a report came out that MTV offered him like offered him like a half hour slot because of it, how popular wow. he is on RG. Yeah, but better be on after hours. 
Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so yeah, that you uncut. got it. <laughs> Shit. I'll be MTV uncut. Um, it's, it's kind of funny because MTV is yeah. actually MTV is actually focusing right. on the M now lately, which which I've noticed. They're actually focusing on the music. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. Took them long enough, but that's cool. It, it, yeah, it's it's a good look on them. It you know it's yeah you know sometimes you got to go back to your roots. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously. Is there? Uh, so, as we're recording, as we're recording, a few hours ago, it was announced that Crazy Bone and DJ Paul are going to set up an IG Live battle um, on behalf of both Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia. So they're going to be the representatives for each group, and they're going to go at it Thursday. Mm-hmm. As of now, Swiss and Timbo haven't made it official, but. For me, as a fan of both, I don't care <laughs> if this is an official versus or not. It's, I'm tuning into this. Shit. Seriously, it's not, a, it's not official. They did it on their own. But yeah, no, I, I do not give a I, single I, fuck. I, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. How dare? Even, even if Swiss and Timbo say on Wednesday, okay, this is an official versus, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna move me. I don't care. I'm watching this battle. Yeah, yeah. That it's, I'm, I'm watching. I might watch it. I could. Yeah, I, I should watch it. It's, it's, it's Thursday. Yeah, I'll probably watch that shit. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's. Led two men apart of legendary groups. One that introduced uh, harmonies to hip hop, and mm. the other one was a part of a group that introduced the horrorcore scene to hip hop. Yeah. Shit, like it's for real. What's even yeah, more? And yeah, considering on. the fact that both groups had beef back in the day, like I want to see if that's there's still lingering effects to that. <laughs> that would Probably. be some shit. Just egos. <laughs> another, another thing, and apparently when it comes to verses, like a story came out that. Um, I guess Fat Joe did an interview with Diddy on IG Live, of course. Oh yeah. And he, Fat Joe just asked if Doctor, if the whole Doctor Dre and Diddy shit's gonna happen, and all Diddy said was, "Yeah, we're talking." And Fat Joe was like, "Oh shit, you heard it here first. It's gonna happen." And then Bill he's, trying to, he's trying to push the narrative, bro. He's, yeah, try, know, he's trying yeah. to push that shit. I don't blame him. No, but the thing was, other news outlets were saying that it was confirmed that it was happening, and I was like, "No." All he said that they were talking. And if y'all watch the, if y'all watch Teddy Riley's like after battle shit, Dr. Dre like what's it called? Dr. Dre FaceTimed him and he said that he don't think he's gonna do it. So, man, look, whatever. if you book them, they will come. <laughs> no, Dr. Dre. I mean, <laughs> haven't you ever yeah. seen Wayne's World Part Two? Damn. Yeah, Dr. Dre also <laughs> said, "Look out for detox." So I'm not holding yeah, my breath on that. Yeah, but he didn't book it. That. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. we'll see. They, yeah. they said they already got. Said, well, yeah, apparently, with didn't the, make a date. apparently like it could possibly the, be there. <laughs> with the verses, with the new one coming up, according to my boy D Dot, because he, you know, he's close for Swizz and Timbaland. I guess it's the ladies' turn. He he didn't specify what it was. He didn't specify who it was, but he just said it's it's gonna be the ladies. So <laughs> I don't know who it's gonna be. He said Queen versus Queen. So the only person I really just hmm. thought of was Lil Kim. And it's either gonna be Lil Kim and fucking Nikki, or Nikki versus Missy Elliott, or Queen Latifah versus fucking I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna be. I think the only one that makes sense to me is Nikki and Lil Kim. Yeah, because when you say Queen versus Queen, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what he said. Kim is Queen B. Like you know what I mean? It's been like that forever. Yeah. And fucking you guys, guys Nikki, you know, guys are looking. You guys are looking uh, too figuratively. You gotta look literally, Queen. Queen Latifah, Latifah? Queen with the name Queen. Yeah, there you go. I'm, yeah, I said Queen I'm Latifah. Sure and who? Be showing up. Queen Latifah and who? And Lil who? Kim. What? I don't know, but I would. I 
I don't think Nikki's going to be doing it. Nikki's <laughs> ego is too big for this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, or, it could be right R&B, or it could be some R&B shit. Like, if, if somehow, some way, if Swizz Beats and Timbaland convince Beyonce and Rihanna to do it, that would be, that would be wild. That's that. it. Would if. be fucking insane, dude. Because IG, because she don't go. Because Beyonce don't go on IG live. If she went on IG live, I, if you saw that Teddy Riley and fucking um, what's his name, Teddy Riley and Babyface crashed on Instagram. Beyonce oh would literally God. crash Instagram instantly by herself. By herself, because yeah. she doesn't go. She's never been on IG live. She goes <laughs> on IG live. That shit will literally crash. Do you guys think, uh, so I know Busby, I know Teddy Riley last week, he pissed you off, but do you think he was on the right track? Because IG Live to me is starting to get a little played out for these battles now. Like, I want to see it on a bigger platform. I mean, I, I understand that IG Live, it's we're all stuck at home, they should do it that way. But audio wise, it hasn't been the greatest either. Like, and it wasn't just the babyface Teddy Riley battle, there's been a couple where the audio was still fucked up. Like, I mean, I think honestly, it's they be, should just do yeah. it. I would like to see it on. I would like to see it get broadcast on YouTube now. Yeah, it needs to be on YouTube. To be honest, you know, you guys are talking about YouTube, and I've heard different like different ass outlets. Like, and then Teddy Riley tried doing it on his own shit, whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, caffeine. Or yeah, that. I was yeah, I was just about to caffeine. Throw in caffeine. Yeah, because you could go split screen on that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, right. put it up. You know, just user friendly. So, because I'm getting tired of people being on IG Live, to be fucking honest with you. I am dead ass tired of it looking at them going on live for no damn reason. People having Joe Button interviewing people within his house, and it's just like, man, if y'all don't just go on Instagram and do, not Instagram, go on YouTube and do this shit. Because I'm not going to watch, look at my, t- uh, look at my phone watching you guys interview. Like, I'm not just, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. But I mean, but you do that anyways, though, don't you? Yeah. Why? Why? Wait. Hold on. Why are you getting mad at creators finding finding ways to create? No, no, no. I'm talking about IG Live. Period. I'm not just talking about creators. I'm not talking about just them. I'm just talking about in general. Everyone just going on Instagram Live just to go on it. That's what I've noticed. It's just in general. It's like I'm just kind of tired. Oh, of, it's okay. just, oh no. But the reason why I bring that up is the reason why I bring that up is because you brought Joe Budden up. But oh Joe no, no. no I'm just saying in general. I like, I know. I know. New. I'm just saying, just in general now, because now it's you know because of quarantine and shit, it's just getting it's just getting repetitive, getting too repetitive. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess I I was never going on their pages for that anyway, so it was that don't move me. Yeah. Yeah, it don't mean move me either. But it's getting I'm kind of getting irritated seeing my notifications just pop up saying, "Oh, this person's on live. This person's oh, on no, live." If you talk about the notifications, <laughs> then yeah, for sure. Yeah, the that, 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 that shit's getting ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. I'm talking about mainly. Yeah. Like especially when it's just random ass people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, now yeah. I get your point. Now, yeah. Now yeah. I, yeah. I totally get it now. Yeah, that's what it is. But I don't um, know. Keeping it on, keeping it on verses. Might as well touch on it. Uh, French Montana wants Kendrick Smoke next. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm mean, watching stuff. Let's just be real about. Hold on. Let's hit the brakes on that for a second, man. I do. Go on. Let's be real about this. Damn, charted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A whole ass album. <laughs> I'm not even going to give this any yeah. type of energy. I'm not trying to give this any energy at all because it was just—it was irritating looking at the timeline. People giving it energy. I know y'all bored, but I ain't that bored. So, <laughs> French Montana started it. I, I didn't give it. I didn't give it much energy. It was the fact that. Um, it was the person that came at Kendrick's defense is what perked my ears up and made it funny. It was Young Thug. 
of all people. Yeah. And Young Thug was just bored. <laughs> and I think he's been, he had beef with French Montana. But he was just yeah. saying it jokingly. And French Montana took it up the ass. And then he started dissing Young Thug. And then Young Thug, he, when you got him going, he just went, he, he just got going. And I'm like, wow, this is 2020 wild. And I hit up my boy J5 because he's a huge Young Thug fan. And I told him, ain't that some shit? Your favorite rapper is defending my favorite rapper. 2020 is wild. <laughs> yeah, I've never been, shit. obviously, I've, everybody knows I haven't been the biggest Young Thug fan. But I, I have to say, I must commend Thug that he is the true definition of loyalty. When he fucks with you, he fucks with you. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no or buts about it. Like when, when Nipsey died, the first thing out of his mouth was, I wish I was there because that shit would have never happened. Right. And not only that, him. man, yeah. Doug got we like how many? Out right there and there. Doug got like what, two Grammys already? One with Donald Glover and the other one with Camila, what's her name? Camila Cabrera? Yeah. I think I feel, he, I feel he got another one too. But yeah, he got two Grammys. He got more hit records than French. And then it's like, and then I was like, I'm not even a Young Thug fan, but Young Thug got more hits than fucking French Montana. And some of them even made a great point. Nobody listens to French Montana just to heal French Montana. They came listening to his damn features. Yep. Like Pop That. Yeah. Do you really listen to Pop That just for French Montana's verse? No. You want to hear Drake's verse. You want to hear fucking Lil Wayne and Rick Ross's verse. When you hear Stay Scheming. I don't listen to Pop That at all. I like the beat. I'm just saying in general. I'm saying in general. When it comes on, the person you... <laughs> no, I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying. I'm speaking solely for me. I Pop That's not... I, I understand what it did in the clubs when it came out because Lord knows I was in the clubs when it came out. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it just was never a song that like stuck with me as a great Shit party. Shit was noise. It was just... <laughs> yeah. Don't stop! Like, pop that! Don't there. stop! Pop that! Pop that! And then, and then he has yeah, the nerve to like, say that. Gonna, he, yeah. Then he has the nerve to say like, that. You're not going to fool me into an Uncle Luke sample. Um, you know, you're not going to fool me into making that the reason why I'm going to think this record's a classic because it's and, not. It's not a yeah. classic record. Nah, you just I mean, use an Uncle Luke sample. Seriously. And then on top of that, you have fucking what he he went on saying that he's the one that constructed Unforgettable with Sway Lee. I'm like, what? Nigga, uh, see, when I listen to Unforgettable, I don't listen for French Montana. I listen for Sway Lee's hook and his bridge, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And just honestly, <laughs> and when, I listen to it. <laughs> when I listen to French Montana record, I listen for the features. I don't listen for him. Yeah. Like, what's it called? Uh, no Shopping with Drake. French Montana only had eight bars, and Drake took up the whole damn song. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm serious. Yep. Drake had a tendency of just pulling an Eminem because Eminem did that shit. He just won't even count the bars. He'll just go until he feels he's done. And that's what Drake did on No Shopping. Great verse, too. And I forgot French Montana was on the record. So he said, I could go hit for hit for Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Isn't it French's record? Yes, it's French's record, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? My point exactly. <laughs> I don't even Shit. know why he chose, and he chose specifically Kendrick Lamar. He didn't, he didn't choose Drake or Chris Brown. He chose. He just said flat out, "Yeah, man." He went on Instagram just out of nowhere. No, it was on Twitter. He's like, "Why does everyone keep di- dissing me? I'm underrated. I could go hit for hit. I can battle go hit for hit with Kendrick Lamar." I was like, "What?" Uh, and then people were literally giving it wing, giving it legs and shit. And I was just like. I don't got time for this shit. Nigga, talk about hood. At first, they always try to change the narrative when it comes to hit records. When we talk about Billboard, they're like, "Oh no, this this is hit. what's it called? Oh, why are you relying on Billboard? Oh, so if I talk about Drake, you bring up Billboard numbers. But if I talk about French Montana, you ain't talking about hits. You talk about street hits, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. they talk about street Moving hits. The post, as always. Yeah, you talk about street just to fit your damn narrative. That's why I said next. I'm getting worked up thinking about this shit. Fuck that nigga. I don't hear that shit. Kendrick's better. 
<laughs> Period. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. Anything, anyway. Is that it? That's it. So, <laughs> this is episode. You even there, JC? I don't think he's there. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> JC has left the building. <laughs> I don't even think he can hear us. Are you hear us now, JC? See you moving. I see your face. But you're just looking at me. I don't like the way you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, yeah. That was, that was that on that. JC, if you hear me right now, just push the buttons when I say it. But, yeah. This is episode 180 of the Illogical Sense Podcast. You could always follow me on the Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Fab at Mr. Busby for lowercase 08. You can follow me on the Instagram at Mr. Busby. And of course, follow us on Twitter at Theological SP and the Instagram at Theological Sense. And of course, on the Facebook. You still there, JC? I don't think he's there. <laughs> Shit. I don't know Shit. where I'm supposed to go. Well, just go. <laughs> just go. Let's talk. All right. You can follow me at Beats Be Killing on, on all social medias. Search Venomous Spell VNMS on all your digital streaming platforms and check out the EP slash compilation that I put out called 420 Fridays. Y'all. It's spelled a little differently, but you'll get there. Just search my name. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Yeah, and the play is all. You back, JC? Yeah. The hell happened? I don't know. It's we obviously can't do FaceTime video anymore. It's not working. (laughs) Next time we gotta do voice. We gotta do fucking three way on the phone and shit. Nah, we just have to go to Zoom. The big, the big joint is Zoom. That's the next step. I guess. Hopefully, my fucking laptop don't crash. (laughs) Anyway, plug your shit, JC. Um, hold up. Did y'all get to Kaylani <laughs> dropping her album next week? Oh, no. But yeah, Kaylani dropping her shit. <coughs> yeah, Damn. Did y'all get to Nas, uh, Nas having a project with Hit Boy or something like that? Well, yeah. Well, I saw that, but I don't believe anything Nas says until the shit drops. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's how I believe. Right. Um, the Ball Brothers, Lonzo, LiAngelo, and LaMelo all signed to Rock Nation. So once again, the legend of LeVar still remains, and I know people are still going to be pissed off about that, but he's still not wrong. He, they're still relevant. I mean, signing, signing Rock lost. Nation ain't no... <laughs> yeah, that's not a loss. That is a big-ass W. That's a dub. Um, did you talk about Kanye being the second hip-hop billionaire? Nah, we, we literally just did the outro. We were just plugging our shit. <laughs> oh, what's up? You want to talk about it or are you good? Not really. He's a billionaire. Congratulations. Um, I said I was going to revisit the Draymond thing. Um, there's two things I'll take about it just to keep it quick. Number one, Draymond said on the podcast that he, along with Clay and Steph, did change the game. He's absolutely correct. Um, I saw a lot of people hating on Draymond for that. I don't understand why because, yes, Clay and Steph are the two greatest shooters ever. But mm-hmm. Draymond is the reason why we play small ball now. Like, he made that very relevant. Yeah. Um, so he just had, he, yeah, he definitely played a role in that. 
But yeah. at the same time, Draymond got to let that beef with Charles go. Like he just had he he sounds stupid now. <laughs> now he just sounds really fucking dumb. He's just bored. So no, it's it, it's one thing to be bored, fam. It's another reason. It's another thing to go live and say they didn't come. They come to see me play. They never came. Nobody came to a game to go see Charles Barkley. What are you talking about? He was the MVP of the fucking league. Seriously. It's called, see, it's called trolling. I think that's what he's doing. <laughs> he's trolling your ass. No, he believes this shit. No, I believe he he believes it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he, he's he believes yeah, this he's shit. that this type of person. Trolling. See what because I just realized. I, I, I listened to the I listened to the entire podcast. He wasn't doing that for trolling. He spoke about everything that he. If you guys haven't heard it yet, it's very important to go listen to it because he actually breaks down the Kevin Durant shit. I'm actually walking back how I felt about Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors when I said they're stupid for not catering to the superstar player. Mm. Mm-hmm. If that's what if that's how it played out, nah, they were Draymond was very right to call him out the way that he called him out for because he acted like a bitch. Wait, what, he said well, that, was, was Martin he said right? That, was Martin well, right? I'm gonna I'm I'm explain it to you and then you can tell me if you're right. He said that when KD showed up in 2017, um, they were all having fun. They were good. Everybody was joyful. They were laughing. They were fun. They won the title. He said the very next day when the media, like, first taken undisputed, were like, yeah, that's cool. KD's a champion, but LeBron's still the best. He said that's when things switched in KD's mind. He wasn't having fun with them anymore. So Martin every right. little thing. Yeah. He said every little thing was, like, it became, it became less about, hey, we're having fun, to... Why the fuck are Clay and Steph shooting the ball right now? Wow. So pretty much Warrior fans yeah. were low-key kind of right, and Martin was right. KD yeah, is so a hoe. And that yes. revelation, I might, I might have to walk all that back. Oh, my Which God. Is, I fucking yeah, called it, just, it. It, goes back to, it just goes back to him being a great player but being very insecure about where he stands in people's minds. Yep. Well, when when everything comes back, he's gonna feel a type of way when they start losing him and, and him on the nets, and then him and Kyrie start fighting and shit. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah, that'll be great. Anyway, JC, um, and that's all I have to. That's all I have to go on. Um, so of course, on all social media, you can hit me up, JC No Hits. Hits. And uh, yeah, the. Uh, podcast monthly playlist will be out um, if not by the time you guys are listening to this at least the day after it'll be out before Friday and yeah I'm I'm like at a point now where no no days even go together anymore like I just wake up and I'm just still alive at this point Man, You're like, I don't know how you wake up and it's, I'm and it's one... today <laughs> it's today yeah. I just when I count the days it's just like eh, eh, today's Monday today's Tuesday that's, that's how I'm looking at it now I don't know how y'all do that but uh, everyone's different cause yeah, I work nah, every I, day I, yeah seriously and man I used to be able to tell days apart when the Lakers were playing <laughs> seriously like, what? Guys, not like, being around is fucking irritating me dude <laughs> like, like seriously yeah, like you guys like you think I, I'm, I'm playing when I say my schedule was based around the late the Lakers schedule no I knew what the day was so I was like alright the Lakers play in two days so yep. that means it's gonna be Thursday in two days alright damn <laughs> and it's it's not just the, it's not just the Lakers I was, I was like that with the uh, when I was with the Raiders like I knew what day it was just based off of oh wait we gotta travel tomorrow so that means tomorrow's Friday which means today's Thursday I might need to pack right now 
<laughs> See, with me, I kind of based everything just what wrestling was going to come on. And I think that's kind of like the only normalcy I have, even though I barely watch what's going on on Raw or SmackDown or NXT because it's an empty arena. And it's like they're low-key kind of half-assing shit. Not half-assing, but it's like it's just not the same. And even I was reading reports where Vince is just like, fuck it. So it's like, all right, well, shit. So I'm just watching. I guess my yeah. only normalcy is watching old school WWF. So, hmm. eh, it keeps me sane. I, I'm still staying sane. So, thank God for that. I'm sane. It's just, I'm yeah. just not waking up and I'm like, okay, I'm alive. So, that's that all too. that matters to me. I don't care what day it is. Right. For real. Anyway, on that note, stay inside, people. We will get through this. Things will get better. I promise you that. We out this bitch. And don't drink bleach. That too. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. 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 Peace.